Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne and Cousin Todd. Founding member of the ADHD Rocks Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gents? Welcome to another edition of the greatest podcast in the entire world. Yes. The greatest podcast. The reason why you guys wait once a week to hear to hear uh, to hear us talk. This is it's not about you with myself, Jamal Harrington, and with me, well, with us as always. Uh, what, what's your name again? Oh, cousin Todd. Cousin Todd. <laughs> Fuck yes, you, man. Todd. Fuck you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I know. That's how, you, you know, know it's, what? it's my... okay because we're both like in areas of this of the country where it's kind of hot, and we're both like, I don't like this. We both have okay. fans going. Also, in my defense, um, this Sunday, July fifth, uh, July seventeenth, I turned forty-one. So, um, oh, you're still so young. My yeah, right. My memory oh. uh, it is it, it's it's this is where it, it goes downhill from here. I, I've been told. Um, yeah, as you as you get closer to fifty, the the more difficult things become. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the same thing that I told all my friends. Um, you don't have to don't you don't have to do a surprise party for me. Um, you you don't have to you know. I mean, you can if you want, but I'm just gonna be like, eh, all right, you know, I'm not gonna be like thrilled about it. Um, I do want gifts though. Anything Batman related is um would be appreciated. Dude. And um, and uh, what else? Um, I, I yeah, I just I I would just like walking around to be like, hey, my, I turned forty one on so Sunday. What, what you're saying is, if anyone can afford the Clooney bat suit that's on that's going up for auction soon, he wants it. Um, I would love. You know what I would want someone to do for my birthday? As far as that Clooney bat suit that's going on on auction, if you do buy it. I want you to go on Facebook Live <laughs> with it. I want you to have it on a hanger, and I want you to douse gasoline on it and fucking burn it. Okay? I know that's a lot of money to waste to burn something that, you know, but you would be my best friend forever. What, you like, should I would do, what they should do is they should cut out the nipples and the butt and mail it to you and then burn the rest. I want no nothing. I want no part of that. You'll just you'll just get the, that vacuum formed styrofoam Clooney butt and his nipples. I I no thanks. I would just burn it. Just burn it. Play some play some death metal while you're doing it. I would, I would I would stop whatever I'm doing and I would like it, then unlike it, then like it again as if I didn't like it the first time. Because again, I'm turning 41 and my memory's bad, so I would just be like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Like, oh and then I'll my, just, I'll like and then I'll like it again. Oh shit! Oh my bad. Um, um, that right there is my alarm clock because usually I fall asleep at around this time. Um, so I would have already been 20 minutes late to the podcast if this alarm rang if I passed out. Um, because of my drunk. So wait, was was that like a was that like a a a, a jail door slamming shut? Is that what I heard? No, actually, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, entrance music. Because all I heard is this screeching, screeching like metal sound and like a it, and a clanks. It's shattered glass. Oh, that's what I heard then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, Stone Cold 
Steve Austin said so. That's the bottom line. Have you seen those commercials he's done with with Ice T? Yeah, I think. I mean, not for nothing. I think they're corny as shit. Yeah. But I I say, uh, you know what? Get your money how you can get it because you're definitely because podcasts don't pay a whole lot. So uh, and definitely, you know, yeah, it's just uh. So um, gosh, you guys. I will say this. Um, one thing that I love about this podcast, uh, other than everything, is that um, we uh, we we really share a lot of crazy stories. And one of them that I saw that you guys shared, I didn't get. A, I I, I kind of skimmed through it, and I'm like, this can't be real. And I'm was. Uh, it's it's this it's this um. Trump supporters' white privilege card lands Anchorage police in hot water. Yeah, I saw that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I looked at it. I, I didn't I, actually read the whole thing. I just glanced over it, too. Yeah, I glanced over it, and I thought to myself, no, this is – this can't be a thing. Like, there's – like there's. I mean, I know we joke about, oh, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take your black card, young man, because you, you, just, you just made a, a faux pas. <laughs> but, but a white card um, – like, do you really need one, white people? Like, do you really need a white card? I'm a card-carrying like, Trump supporter. Yeah, here's my card. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a car. No, it's just like, I'm a card-carrying white person. Here's my card. Like, no, you, you don't need that. But it, it, says, it says here, um, it says here, law enforcement officials in Alaska are involved in the latest scandal involving a white privilege card that says Trump's everything. You know, it's it's funny because it's somebody like that. You would think they would have like two first names hyphenated, you know. Well, inbred. Um, I mean, yeah, hyphenated first name. You know, that's that that just screams inbred and just like I'm from the hills and I don't talk to people when I'm going to town. I just go in and get my my uh, Jesus juice and go home. It it says here, um, and this. I'm definitely going to soar, quote the source here. Uh, this is from rawstory.com. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm before I even continue, I am taking this story with a grain of salt. Right. Because, you know, because, again, I, this is, I don't know if this is a trustworthy news source, but I'm reading it because it's just like it's funny to me. This, this reads like comedy to me. So I'm not gonna I'm not sitting here being like oh my god like you guys you know what I I could get it's this is just funny that this is a thi- this is one of those clickbait um stories I think and right now I'm falling for it because I'm like um but according according to uh, rawstory.com um the Anchorage Daily News reports in a widely viewed post on social media that sparked public outcry a woman who said. She traveled to Anchorage for last weekend's Trump political rally, claimed that her white privilege card worked as a driver's license when she was pulled over by a police officer. And she posted a smiley selfie with an apparent ADP officer while holding the novelty card. Okay, so it's a novelty card. That makes sense. Um, Now the Anchorage Police Department is investigating the incident. Because of course. <laughs> okay, this is um, this is everything that I think it is in a in, in a story. I think this is stupid. Um, I mean, not 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 the fact that I, I just think like, oh wow, really? It, it was a fake card, and she was able to get away with it. Yeah. Um, meh. 
<laughs> I mean, if it's true, good for the officer. I'm like, you know, it's like, I don't, I, I, I don't. I mean, I would love to see this card in circulation. I'd be like, oh, wow, okay. You got one too? Wink, wink. You know, they, they, they sell it at the novelty store that right next to the, uh, uh, how to, want to know how to keep an idiot busy for hours? Turn this card over. And it says the same thing on both sides. Oh, yeah. I used to have um, one of those. <laughs> but could you really go online and get one of these? I mean, like, get one of these cards or, yeah. like, I mean. Dude, I think, but you can make anything on the internet. You just got to know where to look to find that particular yeah, type exactly. of product. That's I mean, true. hell, we, I, 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 have, I have a hat with a podcast name on it. I had, uh, well, you can't see because of my digital background, but I have my tape tapestry behind me with my old podcast logo on it. Oh, yeah, that much I do know, yeah. I mean, so anything's possible. You just got to know where the, those plastic cards can be made. And it, it's it's not an actual credit card. That's what it looks like. It looks like a, a chipped credit actually, card. Yeah, it, it actually, yeah, it did. And um, I was kind of like, oh, wow. But, no, I thought it was just like, do they really make these? And now that I'm reading this, I'm just like, and the funny thing is it says good through birth and death. Right, yeah, yeah, so I saw I'm that. So I'm just like, oh, like, this what is... What the hell? I mean, if I was Trump, I'd be like, yeah, buy those cards. I want to cut. Yeah, I want to cut it that money. Right? It has my name on it. Yeah, by all means, fuck all that shit. You might as well start, you know, raking it in. He probably sells them for 45 bucks a piece. And then you get like a, you get an Omaha steak with that. An Omaha steak? Yeah, or maybe it comes with like a a a a twenty percent off at McDonald's. <laughs> He's like, oh, you want you want you want the McRib? Yeah, it comes with the McRib. Uh, oh yeah, it comes with the McRib. It's like, hey, I actually like those, but yeah, they're only like once a year kind of thing. Can you imagine the commercials? It's McRib time. You know what that means? Free Buy Trump forty five card membership Buy card. Buy a McRib. And you get the Trump 45, the the, the Trump card, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's too funny. Um, that is, that is actually pretty hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, it, it definitely, it definitely. Uh, oh my god, it definitely made me laugh. But um. So I I don't know if you, I I know I, I we talked about it offline, uh, but uh, I got invited to be a streamer. Over at uh, a local toy convention, toy fair, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of it's yes, like we... it's like the dealer room at most conventions, except for that's all it is. It doesn't really have anything else, I don't think. Anyway, I mean, there might be there might be uh, something that's like a panel related thing, but it's lots of dealers with their collections of things, and then there's the streaming section where gamers who do Twitch streams will come in and stream and talk about what's happening at this uh at the Renton City Retro. So yeah, I'll be doing that. With will uh, will Derp oh, will yeah. Derp Vader be there? He'll be there. Yeah. He's sitting right he can't Oh there he is. Hi. Uh but yeah, he'll be there. That's actually so, so... he's getting top billing. <laughs> oh really? It's yeah it's him <laughs> over, it's him and then me. <laughs> so when they write the checks out they're writing it to Derp Vader. I don't, I'm not even sure if I, I don't think I'm getting paid for this. I think this is one of those, hey, will you hang out and like promote, help promote the thing? And I'm like, sure, I got nothing better to do. So, plus I might see some cool shit. They're, they're, they're doing a, a raffle to give away a uh, free um, uh, Steam, Steam um, VR headset. One of those ones that costs like a thousand bucks. 
Oh, okay. So, I'll, I'll probably spend some money on, on raffle tickets, hoping that I can get that. <laughs> I know, man, right on. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, I'm already looking forward to Emerald City Comic Con. Um, I am just... I I, it was, I haven't even looked at the, the guest list yet. I'm I'm like... I stopped looking because I'm at a point now where it's like, I, you know, I, I'm going there now because I'm, I'm there on a new, I have like a new, I'm just going to buy a shit ton of t-shirts. Um, there you go. Probably sit, sit in a few panels, uh, take a lot of pictures. Yeah. You know, it used to, it used to be, and then I, I, in the past, I used to just buy like a lot of like prints. I got so many prints that I'm just like my, the next, if I, when I buy a house, you're gonna see prints all over Wait, the fucking place. You found prints at a Comic Con? Like prints, like um like art. Oh, you're not talking about like Raspberry Beret <laughs> Prince. No, I'm not talking about no, I'm not talking about the <laughs> Wow. Um I was like, wait a minute, you found prints at a Comic Con? <laughs> Oh my god. The kind you find in a second hand store for a raspberry beret. How'd this turn into like an Animaniacs sketch? Sketch. That is actually, yeah. Yeah, Dust for Prince. Dust I'm not Prince. doing that. Uh, fingerprints. Fingerprints. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. Fingerprints. That's right. I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, like, why is he confused? Um, He's like, I found Prince at, at Comic Con. Like, really? No, That's cool. I didn't know he was at Comic Con. <laughs> oh wow, we just okay. <laughs> so yeah, I meant uh, there, yeah. I meant I meant like drawings. <laughs> I meant like art. I'm dying over like here. So Jamal was just telling me he found Prince at Comic Con, and I'm like, really? <laughs> That's cool. I mean, it's weird, but that's cool. You know, that's not really. Well, see, I was confused. I thought he meant like Paisley Park prints, you know, <laughs> party like his 1999 prints, not like as in like prints of he art. He meant the artist. He meant the artist formerly known prince. as Prince. Is an art yeah. prince. As opposed to prints, like P R I N T S. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was so like, he was so like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And I'm like thinking to myself, What's so awesome about that? They're just drawings. Like, like everybody, every, every table has one. But he thought I was talking about the, you know, the artist formerly known as. Oh my god, the late great I, prince. I legit had a Animaniacs moment. That's funny. Roger Minnesota's own prince. Oh yeah. But here's the thing: when you said Raspberry Bright, I was like, oh shit, this is. This is at least he knows a song. Yeah, I was sort of trying to think. It's like, what song do I know off the top of my head? My brain is melting with all the heat. How are you and in, in Romeo doing in the heat uh, today, Marianne? It's cold in our house. Huh? Well, yeah, you, you got central hey. air or some shit, so that doesn't surprise me. I'm not even gonna tell you what side of my leg my balls is stuck to. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> Split down the middle. I just I, I I look like a bulldog just sitting down. It's just that bad. Oh man. It's like like if you start hearing the Velcro sounds, you'll know why. 
It's not really Velcro, huh? Yeah, oh, it's actually... Technically, it could be Velcro. It could be curly hairs on his leg and curly hairs on his, you know... I hate the fact that you know that much about my anatomy. I just figured yeah. everything's curly. <laughs> Jesus. It's ball hair, I guess. It's all ball hair down You know what? There. Here's, here's a little thing, though. I learned this. Don't, I'm going to tell you how. Because I wish to God I didn't know it. I can always tell when a guy wears boxers. Especially in the heat. Because they'll stand there and they'll kind of spread their legs, their knees a little bit and do a little shake. And yep. that means that the balls are stuck yep. to their leg. Exactly. And I'm like... <laughs> and I, wait. I have done... Yeah. <laughs> There's a dance I can't, tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've been guilty of that. Like in a park, you know, you know like how dogs shake themselves dry? That's kind of what I feel like I'm doing whenever oh, I'm walking shit. down the street and I'm trying to get my balls in line with the rest of my pants and anatomy. It's is, like, no, other side, other is, side. I'm like, ugh. Is this something like your I'm dad showed you how to do when you were a kid? Because this is not something I've, I've been aware of. No, it's instinct. <laughs> That's what it is, a survival instinct. Todd, you must wear, you must wear tidy whities then. I, no, I'm, I usually go commando these days, but if I'm if I'm sticking to the side, I just reach down there and, like, move it around. I don't fucking do a dance. You move it around. Nobody reaches it. That's I Nobody do. wants to see that. I nobody do. wants to see I, that. I don't care. That's as, bad, <laughs> that's as bad as when we were at this, when we went swimming at the Y about a month ago. And this dude, so, you know, you, you have the showers to rinse off and, yeah, and it before was you go in, yeah. pool. This dude got soap and reached down into and was grabbing his junk right there out in the open in front of God in the world, all these little kids and stuff. And he's washing, washing his, his balls. balls in the pool. Ooh, no, right no, at the shower, in front of the pool. at the shower in front of the pool. Where all the people can watch him. It's a stand up, it's a stand up shower outside, right by the pool. Oh shit. Wow. And he just and he just walked over to it and started scrubbing his balls with little kids around and shit. I'm like, I was like, oh hell no, this motherfucker. And then you know him, because he's like, oh hell no, this motherfucker is not washing his balls in front of everybody. And the guy kind of was like, Last week, Sunday, I went to the bathroom uh, at uh, one of our, uh, the trains, uh, Port Authority, actually, near Madison Square, yeah, near Madison Square Garden. No, I'm sorry, not Port Authority, um, Penn Station. I went to use the bathroom there, and bathrooms in these places are the worst places. I mean, there's, you, you see weird shit. I walked in there, and I saw a dude. Um, he had wipes, and he was by the urinal, and he had his pants down, and he was wiping his ass 
with these little with these wet wipes while he was Hell no. taking a and I'm I mean we're talking about butt hanging out uh oh not, didn't God. even look good didn't even look good it was just like put that away man like put that ass away and but he was like in there like he was trying to like he was thorough like like was something to, was stuck yeah you know what I'm saying like he was uh. like something like he was really trying to pull something out, and it's just like, and, 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 and he looks at the fucking wet nap and throws it into the urinal, grabs another one, and continues as if he is on a mission. He's, and he's, he's searching and, for all the Klingons. <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, I just want to pee. Like I just, I don't want. I did. I did. I went off. I, I mean, get that nasty shit out the toilet, motherfucker. Man, no. I mean, what's about urine? Which means that some poor bastard who has to clean that urinal up, who doesn't get paid enough money, is gonna see that. He's gonna be like, "Man, bunch of fucking savages in this town." Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if like it was he was y, If it's the wife, it's probably a, a volunteer. And I, I get. No, no, no. Here's the thing, though. At the wife, his is at the poor authority. Mine was at the wife. And oh, here's okay. what I'm gonna say. I would like to say. I would like to say that women <laughs> would not do that. But I've seen some nasty bitches, mm-hmm. and some nasty bitches doing that. I promise you. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. A part of me is afraid to hear what nasty bitches do. I, like I, it's probably. I, 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 I don't think I'll ever see a woman the same again. Uh, I worked. I worked at a place in Tuckwilla with one of the rich. It was owned by uh, the property was owned by one of the richest guys in the state, and. This building, they had multiple different companies in it, and we like this guy. I worked for the property manager. That you know, that was one of the things they did. And all the women from the different companies was complaining because there was this one woman, and she was not. I'm not gonna say what country I think she was from, but she wasn't from this country. And all the guys drooled over her because she was gorgeous, right? Okay. That bitch would stand to pee, and she would piss all over the seat. And then walk away and leave it. What? That's really gross. Yeah. I... yeah oh yeah. And so because of that, because of that, I typed up a, a, a note because nobody was saying anything to her, right? So I typed up a note. Oh my god. And I said, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. And it had that. You used to have. Remember you used to, oh, to get I those. I remember those. Yeah. Those, and it was a guy that we had the magnifying glass. Right. And I put that on there. And so then I went, I stealthily went into the women's bathroom on that floor and I plastered them behind in all the stall doors. And I was sitting there one day and I was typing and the property, like I was a temp working there, right? I wasn't even a full time. I was just a temp and I'm sitting there typing away and I could hear the two manager, like the, the two big wig women talking about it. And they, they had my sign and they're like, we don't know who put this sign up. But we need to find her and let her oh, know that that's not okay. You know? Wait, and what? they go, I, I, they go, I halfway expected to see at the bottom, thanks, manage the management. And I almost, I almost popped off with, well, I was going to put that on there, but I didn't think it would be appropriate. And I was like, you know what? Probably better just to not look up and just keep typing. Just keep typing. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. People were offended by it. People, somebody, well, whoever the the heifer was, it was pissing all over the seat. Got offended, apparently. Oh man. So yeah. Uh, since, since we're all sharing uh, bathroom stories, 
Um, I've actually got a couple. First one I'm going to tell you is uh, I worked at a grocery store on the north end of Mercer Island. I won't say the name of the store, but it's been there for fucking ever. Um, okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's been there since before the 90s. That clarifies. Okay. Um, so those around the area know who I'm talking about. So I was the guy who had to clean the public restrooms because that was part of my daily thing. And uh, I went in to do the, the, the employee bathrooms. I did the guy's room first because generally speaking, that's the one that's super fucking nasty. Uh, but then I went into the ladies' room, and somebody, I don't know who, I never found out, I didn't really care, somebody um, didn't quite make it to the toilet when trying to plug things up, I guess you could say. Yeah, and it was all over the seat. Oh, my God. All, all inside the, 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 the bowl, and then kind of half-assed, tossed it in the little garbage can in the yeah. stall. And I saw that mess. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> and I was like, not touching that. I went to my boss and said, like, yeah, I, I'm not cleaning the ladies' room today. Um, if you want, uh, before you fire me, go see why. Because the, the look on their face, they were getting ready to let me go because I was like, I'm not touching that bathroom ever again. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, you gotta put some zeros at the end of this fucking yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was so fucking gross. And, you know, and I, I'm. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It, but, yeah. It was, it was messy. It was. Somebody it was... had some bad Taco Bell. No, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Taco Bell. No, no, no. Feminine hygiene products were not inserted properly or something. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Blood. Oh, wow. Okay. Everywhere. Oh, oh, so it oh. looks like somebody was massacred. Yeah, it looks like there was a murder in the bathroom. There was blood oh. all over the seat, all over the back of the seat, all over the bowl, and dripping off the side of the can for the garbage. Nope. 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 That is a biohazard, and I will not touch it. Yeah. Yep. I was like, yeah, no. <clears throat> and my boss was, was like, I'm not cleaning that bathroom. You can go look before you fire me because he looked like he was, you know, he, he looked like he was ready to, like, go home, Todd. You're not coming back. I feel like going to the bathroom. And, I uh, did. I said, go see <laughs> before you fire me. And I said this, before you fire me, go see what I'm not touching. <laughs> it's in there. I left yeah. it. And he came back and apologized because he was mad at me. I was like, yeah, okay. I, I, I understand why you were so, like, no, I'm not touching it. Don't. You can't make me. I was very adamant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So real quick, did you say we are streaming live? We are. Yeah. So you can share. Yes. You so can I share have with kind of everybody. Off topic. Sweet. But kind of in keeping with what we do, we don't really ever have a topic that we follow, by the way. Not really, no. So anybody who's new to this. Um, and Todd, while, while I'm doing I'm having some issues with trying, I was trying to get onto either my comedy page and stream it live, or they've got this, uh, Facebook is doing some crazy shit. So yeah, they, they did the same thing to my change uh, format shit. Yeah, yeah. But can you, can you pop in there and share it so that people can watch it live? Um, so, I, I, I yeah, wanna, I can I can do that. Hold on. I'll let you do that real quick because I want to talk about uh, Jamal. Hi, yeah. Brad. 
He's watching. When are you coming in? Oh, uh, tomorrow, ten thirty. A.M. Uh, P.M. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just actually, and uh, my brother's gonna pick me up. I think I'm gonna stay with him because my niece is also over there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and um, so yeah, he's um, my brother's kind of like I guess you know taking me out on the town for my birthday weekend. Ah, happy so, birthday. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So I was going to ask you if, if you want to borrow the vehicle. I have a vehicle that you can use if you need to. So it's fully insured. So. Okay, yeah. Um, if you need yeah, a, a spare vehicle. Okay, yeah, I think he's um, I think he's loaning me his vehicle, actually, also. Okay. Like, the same thing you – it's almost like you guys called each other, and you guys are like, okay, we're going to offer him the same thing. Uh, because, uh, yeah, he was, let, he was letting me stay at his place while he stays at his girlfriend's. And he's like, I'll just leave the car. So, um, but I'm coming in like super late. I'm gonna be stuck in Charlotte for like an hour during the flight, and um, I, I've been. I'm I'm probably gonna just sleep. Most. It's been a long, 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 long week for me. Um, yeah. So I am probably just gonna do a lot of sleeping because all I've been doing, aside from working, um, I, I'm I'm planning this tour for 2023, and I've locked down the cities that I need to lock down and the venues that I need to lock down. And it's just like if I see another map, if I see another theater, if somebody even uses the word theater, um, it, or, or comedy, it's it's just gonna be too soon. So <laughs> it's just been it's just been an exhausting. And I'm doing this with shingles. It's just painfully exhausting, but it gave me something to do and it gave me something to to look forward to. Nice. So. But. I wanted to find out so. My big benefit show that I do every year is um, this Saturday at the Rusty Elbow Pub and Grub in Kent, which is right next to the Kent Covington border. Yes. Uh, the first band, I believe, goes on at 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock, and then it's going to be it's one of those from 2 p.m. to midnight. Well, okay. the last band will probably get it on at like midnight, and it's going to be an all-nighter. It's an all-day, all-night thing, um, where there's going to be, you know, the deal where between each band, when the bands are up on stage setting up, the comics are are there telling jokes, slinging the jokes. So it's a constant. There's something going on constantly the whole time. There's going to be the raffles. There's always the coolest stuff to for the raffles and. So it's always a fun time. It's always fun. It's absolutely free to get in. And every one of the performers that are there are donating their time. And I've got some really awesome comics that are going to come out. Uh, I got some new comics that I have. I, I met. I remember I was telling you about how we went to go do an open mic at a pizzeria and the pizzeria was closing. So we ended up going to a park yep. <laughs> and performing in a park. Look, I invited a couple of those comics. They're kind of newer ones. And um, Hagen is one of them, and I'm trying to remember who the other guy was, and I feel so bad I don't have his name right now. Um, and then I believe Amos Mack is going to be coming out, and um, who else do I have? Uh, somebody else. I, I think Rusty might be coming out. So I've got a couple of different – I have a few different comics that are going to be coming out throughout the night to make an appearance and, and throw sling some jokes. And, of course, I'll be there hosting and emceeing everything. So um, – it should be a an awesome fun time. So, 
I just wanted to plug that. So the elbow pub and grub in Kent. And then if you can't make it out or if you want to just like really do yourself a solid and get a full day's entertainment in, there's always Renton Civic Theater Saturday night for Jamal's show. Yeah. Those are both happening the same day? Yes. yes. I see Jamal's lips moving. I can't hear him. Sorry. I accidentally hit my pause button. No, I was saying, uh, oh, to recap what I was saying, uh, that first of all, that first thing you were just talking about, fun time. I've always enjoyed doing it. So um, I'm, 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 I'm in on that. Um, you know, I talked to Derek Sheen today, who's going to be headlining this show. Um at the Ren Civic Theater. I mean, he is so excited. Um, I'm excited because I love working with him. And um, it's been a long time since we, since we have worked together. And um, I have like one story that I'm going to share when I, when I get there. Um, it's, it's, oh my God, it's so, it's, I mean, I ran it by him. I was like, look, I'm going to use this one day. And he was like, yep, you can. And I was like, okay, good. Because it, 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 it's so funny and it's kind of crazy. But no, Derek Sheen is, um, he was one of actually the first comedians when I moved to Seattle that I actually bought a beer with and sat down and was just asking him questions about the Seattle scene. And he, you know, was very cool. Um, you know, I was asking people like, who's your champion comic? Who's funny? Who's, who should I look out for? And, and a lot of people said Derek Sheen. So, um, you know, I met him in Capitol Hill and I was just like, hey, let me buy you a drink. I'm from New York. I'm a, you know, an inspiring comic, this, that, whatever. And he was just so cool. And, you know, he's just, anytime you see him in a comedy show, um, you know, he's a, he's a storytelling comedian. He's very, uh, but like, he, he, he's so good at engaging you in a story that you're just waiting for that punchline. And when he gets to that punchline part, he fucking swings for the fences. So, right really on. good dude. Um, I'm excited about this show, to be honest with you. Um, I got a lot of, I've written a lot of new stuff um, that I that has been has been working in other places, so I can't wait to try it in Seattle. And that's awesome. So I have some, yeah, I have some new stuff that I want to out. I get a chance. One of the things about the, the benefit show is is that I don't usually do a lot of jokes so much as as I kind of wing things, and it's just such. It's one of those times where. I really get an opportunity that I don't get at a regular show to really just be able to to freestyle and kind of banter with people. And I do tell some jokes, but it's something that it, it is always just so much fun. And I really enjoy the crowd that there's always a crowd for the comics who are coming out. The bands always bring their own crowd with them. So every, yeah. it's like you got a new audience every couple of hours. Like, because not everybody stays sticks around for the entire show, so they, you know, they'll come and go. Damn heathens! I know, I know, right? But well, some of them are hustlers because they'll they'll perform earlier in the day and then they'll leave and go get a gig at night, and on the band yeah. side. So that's kind of like the comics do as well. There's some of the comics that are like, hey, I'm booked that night, but I want to do this. Let's do it a little bit earlier during the day, and get me up early. So that I can bounce out and, and still make my show. I'm surprised so, Jamal's not doing that. Uh, he is. Oh, he is? Yes. Okay. I guess I haven't been paying attention. 
<laughs> yeah, he already said he was. Yeah, I'm there. Okay. So, it, and sadly, I'm, 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 I'm happy that this this show is going to be at the ex-husband's, my ex-husband's bar. But I'm very sad that this is the last show that they're doing. This is the last benefit show that Rock Mama and Drummer Dude are doing. Why? Washington. In Washington, because they're moving to California. Oh, gross. I know. They're moving to California. They are going to, actually, no, that's not true. They're doing another, they're, we're going to be putting together one more show, but it'll be in Seattle. And that's, I just found out today, August 27th um, in Seattle. Okay. Uh, but that'll be the last one that they do here in Washington because they're moving to California. What part of California so, are they going to? I'm not sure. I'll, I'll find out this weekend. So what I'll probably do is find out once they get established there and start meeting bands and start meeting people, I'll say, okay, let me know what day is the show and I'll, I'll set aside the time and I'll fly down there and I'll go do the show in California. Well, it looks like Brad is watching from Facebook. He says, I uh, may have gotten myself a talent agent as of mid-August. Been dying to share that. And then he, then he shamed me for not being aware. Not being aware of what? Uh, whatever I, I missed that I was unaware of that I said earlier. Oh, did you, oh, did you miss Jamal saying that he was going to be yeah, there on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be there on Saturday. Tisk, Brad, tisk. thank you for always just being there, jumping in. Yeah, always... Watching to see that we're here. Again, Jamal with the muting yourself. Damn it. Um, hi. Um, hey, Brad. We have an opening now. Um, if you interested in uh, joining our uh... – wait, Todd got quiet all of a sudden. Did he just, uh, no, I'm, just... I'm, I'm just sitting here watching everybody else. I'm paying attention now because clearly I haven't been. <laughs> hey, 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 Todd, what's the name of this podcast? Uh, not about you, Pod. With Jamal, Marion, and Cousin Todd. Hey, it kind of rhymes. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. I think that actually is you. Yeah. Yeah. We should get you. yeah. Like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> guy, okay. So, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, okay. So, I'm going to say something. It might be embarrassing. I don't know if this is uh, weird or not, but um, I'm having baby fever. <gasps> Are you? I think I, I think I am. It will pass. It will pass. <laughs> It's, it will pass. It's one of those things that once you know, once you get to that baby fever, that tells you, you know, it's you're ready to to make that commitment. And you're not even necessarily making a commitment to a a, a woman. You're making a commitment to your child because that's a much longer commitment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Baby fever for a guy, you need to be tested. Something's wrong with you. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys what happened. Go to a no. park and find, <laughs> find a park and okay. take a pic. Tell us what happened. Tell us what happened. I want to know. I'm all female over here going, "Oh, that's so sweet." I'm at a, I'm at a Whole Foods, and um, I was at my other job. I was uh, I was um, so there's the there's this girl that comes up to me and she wants to try like this ice cream that I was like kind of testing out, and I was like, "Well, where's your parents?" And she points and. I was like, well, go get your parents, and when they come here, I'll tell you about the ice cream, and then I'll just, you know, I'll give you some. And she brings her, this this lady, which is her mom, and this kid. Now, the girl was probably, like, seven years old at best. And the her the kid comes, the, the son, you know, comes up with her, and he starts kicking my table. 
and um, <laughs> the mom was the mom was like, um, you know, I forget. It's like, hey, stop kicking the table. So he stops kicking the table and he starts like trying to grab stuff. Like I'm like, no, 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 don't grab, don't grab. Like you know, and then he like I have ice that is like freezing the ice cream and he grabs he like quickly grabs like a handful of ice and eats it and i was like um that ice came from the seafood department i'm not confident on how clean it is you know what i'm saying i'm like you might want to be near a bathroom like on your way home i don't know so the girl (laughs) yeah so the girl um She's she's like reading the flavor. She's like, oh, can I get this flavor? And I, and I'm like, yeah, sure, please. And and I give it to her. And I'm talking to her now. And the son is being like, he's kicking my table. He's moving stuff around. He's being belligerent. So I say to the kid, I was like, hey man, um, for your safety, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to like, you know, I don't want any, any of this stuff to fall on you. So can you please not kick my can you please not kick my table? And the mother got upset with me. She looked at me and she was like. I'm sorry, you don't have to talk to my son in that tone. And I was like, uh, what tone would that be? I talked to, I was like, I just talked to him like a man. You didn't talk to him at all. (laughs) I was like, I just talked to him like, you know. And then like, meanwhile, the girl was like, oh, by the way, can I try this other flavor, please? Like she was trying to like outdo her brother as far in the behavior department. And I was like, as a matter of fact, you can get all the ice cream you want. And then I just like, like stone face look at this little kid who I'm probably 35 years older than but I'm just like I hate you and I was like you know what <laughs> I'm not giving you any ice cream <laughs> and, the mo- and the mother was like oh you're not wait you're not gonna give we don't want your ice cream I'm like well I'm not gonna give you something that you don't even want in the first place so there so she, <laughs> she leave. mind you I'm already crushing it I didn't need her sale I'm already crushing it so so one of the dudes at Whole Foods who like overheard the whole thing comes up to me. He's like, he's like, I just, I just saw what happened. And I just want you to know you handle that better than any one of us would have. I'm like, I highly doubt it because if you would have handled it the way that I handled it, someone was getting fired. He was like, no, 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 we would have, we wouldn't have cared. <laughs> That's the thing. He was like, there's too many privileged people walking around here thinking that their sons can <clears throat> like, I'll see kids, and, and I see this all the time. This is how weird Whole Foods is. First of all, before I even go down this rabbit hole with Whole Foods, I'm gonna, I, I just want to quickly shout out to all the people that work at Whole Foods. Anybody, anybody that work at Whole Foods, you get a shout out because I know your job is hard, and you probably get paid like near, next to nothing, but they put up with a lot of shit. They definitely and, and and I'll even take it a step further. Not just Whole Food people, but anybody in the in the service industry. You, like, I I I I I feel you. I feel for you. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I it's it's I feel like it's kind of weird because like I'll see kids grabbing candies and opening it and just eating it. I'm like, man, I would have I wonder if the parents know that they were gonna pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Like just grabbing shit and just eating it, and or or, or bringing your dogs in the produce aisle. What the fuck? I mean, that is that is Whole Foods, and people that shop there are entitled. Nobody's entitled. That's the problem. Everybody thinks they're entitled. The whole thing is society won't say yeah. anything to anybody. 
because nobody wants to offend anybody else. Nobody wants to step in and say, hey, you're wrong for doing that. And that's Romeo, what, that's you're what, wrong. I know, right? Wait, wait, wait. You mean to tell me I can't bring my dog in? I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to – I mean, yes, I do wash my fruits and vegetables, but I, if I see dog hair on apples – I'm gonna. Be, uh, I'm like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's when you're like, yeah, I'm not shopping there ever again. These these we just left Fred Myers and we walk up to the we walk up to the checkout stand, and there's a half-eaten peach. <laughs> oh wow! A peach that some kid ate, and some they kid, said some adult probably. They said, it, they said it on top of the candy. On top of the candy, right next to the to the checkout. Man, this I'm is the grossest apple I've, I've ever had. Like, you know, a kid did that. No grown yeah. up. I don't no know, man. Up. I've seen plenty of adults not not peaches, mind you. I've seen grown adults take like uh, bananas and or uh, grapes and eat it while they're walking through the store. Oh man, it seems like every time I go to a Whole Foods, there's always somebody trying to shoplift. It just one time I saw this one these two guys. They put 25 uh, pints of Haagen-Dazs ice cream in a fucking shopping cart. And one of them said to the other, you know what we need? We need to get shrimp. I was like, okay. <laughs> this is... haagen and shrimp. <laughs> this is obviously... I put two and two together, and I thought to myself, yo, man, this is a heist. Dude, like, this is what it was. So, uh... so... The guy, the guy in charge of like the frozen foods department. We kind of looked at each other, That's and I was hilarious. like, "Yeah, yeah." This is. They went to the fucking shrimp department, the seafood department, and was just trying to get all kinds of shrimp. And then they took that cart and tried and went straight for the exit. And yeah. luckily, and luckily, security was already there. They're like, "Look, one of two things can happen. You can give me this cart right now, and you can go home." Or you can get arrested right now. You can try to walk out of here and get arrested right now. Yeah. Wow. Shit. I was like, if you're going to try to steal something, at least make it look practical. I was like, yo, first of all, it's 93 degrees outside. What are you going to do with – I was like, is there a baseball team that needed, like, participation trophies? So hey, decided to get a ice cream Maybe they were going to use the, all that haagen to keep themselves cool. They were going to lay on top of it, and that was going to help nah. – Keep their, their that, core colder. That haagen would have lasted five minutes because there have been times where I'll walk outside with ice cream that seems frozen, and ten minutes in, it's already liquid. I'm just drinking it now. I don't even know why I buy ice cream, you know, in 90-degree weather when it just melts as soon as I walk outside. I'm like, Dude. 25. They cleared out a refrigerator. I'm like, look, nobody likes ice cream that fucking much, man. Like, but, like, you're going to sell it out of your trunk? Because that was like the first thing I came in. Hey, man, we got that haagen yo. It's 90 degrees outside. Man, you know? we stole all this 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 uh, dry ice. I know that will keep it cool for about 10 minutes. I'm like, yo, I once saw a dude steal a Christmas tree from fucking Whole Foods. A Christmas tree. Oh, Ran man. out with a Christmas tree during the holidays. I was like, ain't that a bitch? Was it a real tree or was it a fake tree? It was a real tree. Whole Foods sells Christmas trees, and some asshole came in there, grabbed the Christmas tree from outside, and was like trying to foot it. Oh shit! How big of a tree was it? Was it? You know, you know you're. Yeah, I mean, it 10 was foot, it, fifteen foot. It, it was enough for him to get pretty far before he got caught. 
That's funny. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, man. man. I've, seen, I've seen I've seen people brazenly steal, try to steal Heineken twelve uh, like cases of Heineken. First of all, you're sixty years old. How are you gonna try to steal two cases of Heineken? <laughs> no, like 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 just Six, grab it and walk sixty years old and stealing Heineken. Will, yo, man. Nobody touch again, my Heine. <laughs> I, 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 I walked into a Whole Foods one time, and I saw a cop bringing in a guy into, like, one of the, the, the offices, and he was in there for a long time. I'm like, are they going to kick the shit out of him and, like, make an example out of him? Like, this is what happens when you steal. Um, no, man. I saw a dude try to walk out with two. Like, I'm like, dude, take a case. You're, what, are you trying to get caught? If you're going to try to steal, take a case. You don't need two cases with your 60-year-old bony-ass arms. You ain't getting far, bro. Oh, man. See, clearly you have never watched any of those videos on on, on Facebook Watch where the guy is trying to steal, uh, a, steal beer, and he can't even stand up. He walks in. He's stumbling through the aisles. He bounces off one aisle and then kind of leans up against the freezer case and, or the cool case and opens it up and falls into it and then grabs Seriously, the the video is like fifteen minutes long, and and all he managed to do was grab a single like case, like a twenty four pack, <laughs> and pull it out of the cool case, and then fall over, and then he wasn't able to get back up because he was so drunk. Oh lord, yeah, see, and people like I I think since the pandemic, people have just been getting brave, man. People are just getting brave with the stupid shit that I'm seeing. Oh man, it's just insane what how. Like so, so the new craze here—I don't even know if it's a new craze, but it's something that me and a lot of my coworkers are noticing: people who are just ignoring red lights. Oh shit! Yeah, no, I'm talking. Yeah, oh dude, again, one of those videos I saw online. A guy just decides, you know what? This red light's too long. I'm gonna go. And on the other, the other way, coming coming towards them was a. under, I think it was a plain clothes or undercover cop car because it looked like just a regular SUV until he went through the the red light. His his uh, great his his red and blues turned on and he did a, a UE and then went after the guy. Yeah, well, we we've been seeing a lot of that. Like, just people will just try to like, just just you know, not even stop at a red light. We're talking about just driving through as if it's not even there. You know. Or yeah, like or they're just like, oh, that red is just a suggestion. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> People have been driving crazy stupid lately. Like I ain't got nothing. Like they just don't want to. I mean, it's just but 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 the funny thing is like we're just like, what the like did that dude just cross? cross the, oh man, it's and 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 mind you, some of it is a lot of it is out of state people who are driving that are just that just think they could just come from. Florida, come from uh, Connecticut, come from Jersey and Pennsylvania and just make us look bad. I'm like, look, man, you keep that bullshit ass driving in your state. The reason behind that is they figure, shit, I ain't, I'm only in town for a minute. I'm, I'll do dirt and be out. The <laughs> laws don't apply to me. Yeah. I'm not coming they, back. What they going to yeah. do? They going to ticket me? Shit, I ain't from here. I'm out. Yeah, what they don't know is they'll get, a, they'll get the ticket in the mail and you'll have to come back to fight it. Who said yeah, that gotta, car's in their name? They gotta bring that bullshit driving Who says style. Car's in their name. I mean, you don't know these people from Adam. Shit, they might not even be the owner of that car. You know, that could be that could be that could be someone else's rental that they're in. 
Wasn't you know? me. Wasn't me. Well, your name is on the title, right? So then you're responsible. Well, if that's the person, though. Not if, if that's the person. But what if it's not the person? I mean, well, I, you, I, you could be like, hey, hey, Todd, let me borrow your, your truck, and I'm going to run and grab some donuts, and I run every motherfucking red light in town. <laughs> they on me. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah, me your yeah. Car we, we would for you most right definitely have back. problems if you did that. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But that that's my point. And so, like when he said, these people act like they, they just don't see a red light. Who says they're the, they're the owner of that that car? You know, because anybody could do it. You know, let me borrow your ride. I'll be right back. And yeah. here, t- get your shit lit up with tickets. Don't <laughs> give a fuck. Your insurance go up too, man. Yeah, I actually had that happen to me. I le- legit like, I got a, a notification from uh, Renton City, you know, government or whatever, the, the courthouse saying that. There was a, uh, a one of those camera things that uh, caught my yep. vehicle going at 20, 25 in a 20-mile-an-hour zone because it was a school zone from 2014. I was like, I don't know if that was even me. There was a time in that, in that year that my car was stolen. Legit. I mean, it really was gone for like two months. It could have been the people who stole my car. Well, it went from being a hundred and fifty dollar fine to a seventy five dollar fine. I still had to pay. Uh, what? No, you shouldn't have. Because if you get if you get a ticket from a, a traffic light, you need to let them know it wasn't you. I That's did what you that. Do. And what they what they replied with, okay, the judge says he's gonna reduce the, the ticket price. It don't make a difference. They cannot they cannot Cannot cite you for something you didn't do. Okay. It has to be proven I, without. I, I'd like to see the the uh, the the law that says that because it's on, it's written on the ticket. It's written on the ticket, and it's and if because I've just had a few of them. I had like four of them that I just got taken care of, and I'm and guilty. No, shit, no, I did the shit. No. <laughs> We're we're live streaming, Romeo. You just admitted to. I don't give a fuck about it being live, goddamn it! Them tickets is over with. That's double jeopardy. I'm, they let me off, fuck man. I'm just kidding, but anyway. No, you're but, not. But that's okay. But but what happens is you go down to the courthouse and you tell them it wasn't you. They have to prove that it was you that was driving. If you could tell them, shit, my brother was driving. We look just alike. My, my, I look just like my uncle. My uncle was driving my car. I was out of town. They cannot cite you for something you did not do. Because they know that people, when people, family members come into town, hey, they ain't from here. They're not used to our road. They was driving my vehicle. They went out to get food, they went out to get food or whatever, and they caught a traffic light, and I was at home, and um, they, it wasn't me. And that's all you got to do. You go down there, you tell them it wasn't you. They and they they cannot cannot. Well, cite they you. did. So and that was but, like but a few you, months back. So at, you, at this point, to, done but with. you had to go in there and take. Hey, we need to go find that judge who cited you, it's and done we need to make an example. <laughs> oh, you paid it already. It's already done and over with. It, that was like months ago. Yeah, but that's but but just just so that you know, they do that. Just because they know some people will I just I know, pay. you told me this before, and that's why I said it wasn't me. 
I, I, yeah. I, I said I said like I was even Shaggy even it wasn't me. <laughs> so. So yeah, I'm but they, I'm they, you know they, that song too. <laughs> well, yeah, of course they do. That's a great song. Um, but yeah, no, I t- totally did that, and they said, "Okay, well, here's it's done. To, it's done to seventy-five. Pay it." I'm like, uh, I that's what they, you call Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran, he's dead. Sorry, I'm old. Hey, the first thing is, as soon as they said. Okay, it's down to seventy-five dollars. They knew they had no legs to stand on, and they were still trying to get money out of you. If and they, they knew did. without a reasonable doubt, that they, if they knew without a reasonable doubt that they had you, they would have never tried to knock it down. But they knew that they didn't have a leg to stand on, so they was like, "Well, well, we'll make it seventy-five dollars." No, you are gonna make it zero, motherfucker? I didn't do it. Straight out. Well, well I'll, 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 I'll let you talk to them next time I get one of those, Romeo. Oh shit! Let me talk to them. I'll go for you. I, I'm with you. If you get pulled over and get a ticket, okay, you get pulled over, you get a ticket, and uh, even if you fucking did it, I'll hand them the, even, I'll hand them one of those one of those white privilege cards. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, we'll talk about that in a second. But no, hold on. Oh, oh you're you're too late, Marianne. <laughs> we'll talk about it again. Yeah, no, I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. If you get, if you are driving, you're speeding, you get pulled over, and an officer comes up and writes you a ticket, gets all your information, license, registration, proof of insurance, and writes you a ticket, and you go to find it. If you go to the court, or even if it's online, doesn't even matter anymore, that officer is required to show up. If that officer does not show up, they, they drop throw the ticket. It yep, they throw it out. And okay. the funny thing is, nine times out of ten, they don't even show up. Oh, the fuck? Well, that's not my experience. They show up every fucking time. Yeah. Oh, in experiences that I've uh, seen, they don't show up because it's a waste. To them, they're just like, uh, yes, it's a waste of time for them. They don't, they don't even show up. Oh, no. they. Two. Look, I went 30 years without a fucking ticket. Okay? I went... 30 years without a fucking speeding ticket. I had one speeding ticket in my life when I was 21. Them motherfuckers popped me twice in two fucking months in Kitsap County. Fuck them. And I was guilty as hell, but I'm still mad. I would have done, I would have been flashed boob and been like, so does this help? Look. They would have so charged me double if I flashed boob. <laughs> Are you trying to bribe a city officer? (laughs) Put on your clothes, sir. They both fucking showed up, right? My point being, my point, Todd, is that the reason why that if you say it wasn't me, that it won't hold up in a court of law is because you can't face your accuser. The police officer can't identify you. The police, that camera doesn't show up to be able to testify. Right. That's why it won't stand up in court. Right. It's fucked up. And and those cameras don't actually ever have a picture of the face of the driver. It's always the license plate. Well, they usually get the hands. They usually get your hands or they'll get part of your face, but it's not a picture. They get the steering wheel and the dashboard and your your license plate. That's it. They don't get your face. And the girl's head on your lap. Yeah. I'm not that lucky, Jamal. That never fucking happens. That's never happened. I would be in a car wreck if that happened. Yeah, that was it. Was a guy's head just left? So there. <laughs> Romeo, you weren't but, supposed to tell anybody. 
is Derek. You were good though. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. He told me he loved me. <laughs> you rubbed you on your special spot on the he back did. of your head. He did. I, I rubbed I, I pushed his mommy daddy button. <laughs> so, I loved it that we went from my baby fever to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, it's funny. I we we had one viewer, but I think they disappeared or fell asleep. Was that Brad or? Brad, yeah. The last time he said something was about 10, 20 minutes ago. Oh, he was probably waiting for us to bring him on. Oh, if he's still listening, the link that I sent him last time is still works. You can use that link to jump on again. He's, like, waiting to jump in. He's probably go. chomping at the bit. <laughs> I want to be on live. <laughs> mm. He'll say it just like that. Mm. All right, I have to give my review of this product real quick. I don't usually, I won't usually do a a product review. <clears throat> it's just good as hell. Ruffles. Cheddar sour cream. Ew. Flaming hot. Ew. Flaming hot cheddar and sour cream. No thanks. Yeah, so, my 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 butthole uh, yeah, doesn't thank them. No, no, that would no. that would be pa- supposed, that would be painful. Not supposed at... to stay in your butthole. Mm-hmm. No, it it's comes just... out your butthole. It goes in your mouth and comes out on fire out your butthole. My, yeah, it just my... you people who poop every day. Those of us that poop once every three, four, five days, okay. we don't have that problem. I'm not gonna lie, I had Taco Bell for breakfast three days Dude, in a row. If I okay. don't, if I don't eat something with with my my diabetes pills, I I I shit every day, <laughs> every day. I and and you know what? I'm not gonna lie, I've never felt better. <laughs> I've ne- I was like, I'm gonna eat this and I'm gonna nope. I ate I ate Taco Bell. Three days in a row right now. I mean, I was just like, I, I'm not eating breakfast much because I'm just, but we, me and my, my co we drive by this Taco Bell. I'm like, hey, man, can we pull over? I feel like getting like a, a quesadilla or whatever. And I'm going to tell you something about this particular Taco Bell. This particular Taco Bell. <laughs> I walked in. I made my order. And I peeked into the kitchen. Latino people in the kitchen. It gave you runs to the border, huh? I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat good today. Yeah. Unlike a Chipotle where this dude tried to wrap my fucking burrito and it falls apart because he didn't wrap it tight enough. Nah, fuck all that shit. I go to a Taco Bell. They wrap that shit super tight, yo. As a matter of fact, I go to Taco – I go to Chipotle, but I – but but to be classy, I take the Taco Bell sauce and I eat it with my burrito. I take that Diablo Taco Bell. I know I'm not supposed to with sacrilege, but yo, I be putting that fire. Yeah, I I go ballistic. I'm like, yo, put some put some pico, put some pico, put some hot sauce, and put some cheese on that, and then I just add like the Taco I, Bell hot sauce on there on top of that. I I can't and, do Taco Bell anymore. I I think the last time I had a chalupa. I, I specifically asked no sour cream because that stuff will ruin my day. Okay. <laughs> and they put it in there anyways, but I, they didn't – I don't know. I didn't notice it because I was so fucking hungry. That within 30 minutes of me eating it, I was like – I was frantically looking for a toilet. 
Well, first of all, I hate Taco Bell and I hate all the Mexican food places out here because every time we go in there, the motherfuckers is is run by about a, a bunch of teenage white kids. I'm like, where are the fucking Mexicans that's supposed to be Mexican, Mexican food? Oh, at the real Mex, real. You've not been to any of the ones I've been to then. <laughs> Yeah, because every actual Mexican restaurant I've ever been to has all been Mexican families running those places. Yeah, and, that, and usually no, no, I, that's why I said Taco Bell. Oh yeah, so that's not a real Mexican restaurant. That's that's a chain restaurant. Those are all white kids. No. Yeah, but here's the thing though: those type of places that you were just mentioning, uh, Romeo, like those, the like where the family, those are hole in the wall places. Those are places Dude, that this you want it. There's a there's a the place. The wall places are the places to to. Mm. Exactly. No, we have a bunch of those. On. We have a bunch of those here in New York. Like I, I they like back in the early two thousands, like there were a lot like a lot of Mexican restaurants were popping up, and some of them were just like holding the wall joints where it's just like, oh, you know, and, and it, it's it's so small and tiny. You don't even eat inside. You got to like eat it outside, and then if you want more, you just go back in and order whatever. But yeah, like they're holding the wall joints that, I mean, and they're good. Like, yeah, they're, they're really so good. fucking good. Dude, there's, there's, there's a Who's couple places. Place? Well, it's mom, it's mommy and poppy and and uh, and their sister Louisa, and that's it. And they, they right. the cooks. All there's three a, of them. There's a couple of them here in Renton that are actually part of a chain, and I don't remember the name of the place because I, I don't speak the language. But um, they're they're actually a chain of restaurants, and the, the two there's two here in Renton. There's one up in up on Sunset, uh, and there's also one on East Renton, and they're the same. <laughs> they're in the same type of buildings. They're in old, e they're either an old McDonald's or they're an old, they're an old Burger King. It's not Azteca. No, it's not. It's it's not a it's not a American Mexican restaurant. It's an actual Mexican restaurant run by actual Mexicans. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the food always smells amazing. I've delivered it many times, but I've never been brave enough to actually go in there and, and buy anything because I always get the wrong thing and it ends up ruining my day. <laughs> uh, well, what do you, that's the whole point. You need to know what you like. Well, the thing is, is like, the, you know, the things that I'm at least the names that look familiar are the ones that have dairy in them. <laughs> so the last uh, time I did get something, I paid for it within half an hour after eating. So it was not pleasant. <laughs> Like someone just gave me yeah. a box of laxatives for dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's it's right up on Sunset in Renton, uh, right next to the Big Lots. If you want to Google Map it, I don't think I know where that is. I think I know which one that is. Yeah, you know, like where you guys used to live. It's down the street from there. It's like right. Yeah. Next, it's in the same parking lot as Albertsons. It's actually right across the parking lot from Albertsons, right next to what used to be the Burger King. It's now a Starbucks. But yeah. Um, now you're just making me hungry as hell. Right? I'm hungry now too, and I ate before this, we started this. <laughs> I, I have not. That's why I was eating these, these flaming hot. Oh, dude. You guys, yes, you guys, you're in your spicy foods. That shit will just ruin my day, my week even. Oh, I, I can't do it. I love it. Yummy. You know, especially since I quit drinking, I can go back to the 
those spicier foods. I love it. I love my spicy. Some of the times you cleans out your sinuses and and your colon at the same time. <laughs> Again, I don't have that problem. I do not have that problem. Maybe that's part not... of your problem. You're eating all this spicy shit. That's what's causing you to get backed up. Nah. I, nah. I, I, bet you, I bet you. I eat like all kinds of vegetables and salad, and mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. Wait a minute. You eat? You actually eat roughage, and you're, you don't. You, you don't a shit, lot. You don't eat. You don't shit daily. That's weird. A lot no, of I roughage. don't. I eat a lot of roughage, and I don't shit daily. I'll eat maybe, a salad. Maybe and... that's a part of the problem. You're eating too much. I'm making stir fries two or three times a week. Yeah. Oh man! So my body gets used to it, and then it does, it's like okay, it'll it'll work for a minute, and then my body gets used to it. The next time it doesn't work. So did did you guys see the link that I sent in in the Facebook chat for about uh, Gremlins and 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 Baby yes. Yoda? So I I when I first saw this, I started laughing just because he's he's thinking that Baby Yoda's is shamelessly stolen from Gizmo. I was like, considering Yoda was first introduced in 1980. Gremlins wasn't until 1984. Who really stole from who? Yeah. So I'm like, really, dude? Did you forget about the other movies? That's what he's based on is that character. Yeah, the Baby Yoda is new, but Baby Yoda looks just like a young bird. No, he looks just like like Yoda. He looks like a baby Yoda, literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they call him Baby Yoda, because that's what he looks like. Yeah. I was just like, really, dude? I think he's just looking for some, some clout right now. He's looking for internet to make yeah. himself relevant again. Who is he, it who said that? Joe Dante. Who is Joe Dante? The guy who directed Gremlins. Oh, Jesus. Go to sleep. Dude, you know, and the thing is, is maybe this is bringing like tr- bringing Gremlins back into the into the forefront because Gremlins is getting a animated TV show on HBO Max. I think later this year or next year. Sweet. Um, yeah. Oh, you guys want to hear something that'll make you feel old? Sure, why not? Okay, so today is the forty the fortieth anniversary of ET. Oh yeah, that that, that doesn't make you feel. Years. And even to make you feel even older, the Waltons—it's the fiftieth anniversary. Oh shit! They actually I this last year they had a new Waltons Christmas show last, last Christmas. Okay, wait, stop, stop! You never saw the Waltons, but you've heard because this was some when there's a group of people that are spending the night in the same house. Good night, John Boy. Good night. Oh, I've heard of them. Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's I mean, I've I seen Little House on the Prairie, and I was done. I was like, okay, fuck this. Uh, okay. Totally different kind of yep. shows. The Waltons. I heard of the Waltons. I've never watched it. I remember Good Night, John Boy. It's country white folk. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not their you're not their demographic, Romeo. <laughs> I know. We just had this discussion at Fred Meyer. She gonna tell me, you know, <laughs> I, need to, I need to go get some some um some um what is it um sun sun sunscreen. Oh, I told him. I said I needed to, the sun's out. 
and I'm and we're we're picking up our boat tomorrow. Ooh. And I told him I needed some sunblock. I said, help me find some sunblock. And yeah. he looks at me and he goes, What the fuck do I know about sunblock? Uh, the last time I used sunblock, I was white. God damn it. I'm, I'm, I don't know <laughs> nothing about sunblock. Nothing. I know I got numbers on it. I don't know what the numbers mean. I don't know. I don't know if you need um, sunblock um, four to one or two to three or five to six or 50 or pH 17 or they got a 75. They got a hundred on it. I'm Ro- like, what the hell? Romeo, I don't understand what none of that is. Romeo, the bigger the number, the, the wider you stay. <laughs> yeah. What? So yeah, if it's like wider. SPF 80, you're not going to burn, period. If it's like, no, F- wait, hold on. I'm not going to burn. He doesn't burn at all, anyways. Right. Well, right. Well, have you we, me and Marianne, will not burn with SPF 80. Now, if it's S- FPS 15, we're going to get a tan. We're probably going to turn pink. Uh, we're, we're burning. I, 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 used work, I used to work for the state. Oh. Now, when I was working for the state, it used to drive me nuts because we had a kid. This um this kid from Nigeria, Africa, black kid. And you didn't, you was, didn't have to say that. <laughs> no, no, he was he was he was literally like super colored, super black. Oh yes, yeah. his family, his family never... was from Nigeria, and the kid was autistic. Now, his white handlers or his white um, staff members would constantly put fucking sunblock on him and I'm like why are y'all putting this on him well it's so he won't burn bitch you gonna burn not him I mean, his, his whole family is from Nigeria that's where they grew up that's why he that's why he was born and brought out here and this kid is not gonna burn in the fucking sun but y'all keep putting this fucking Crisco oil on his ass you, you, you trying to cook him what's wrong with you I, that's the way I took it Crisco, but I didn't understand because um, they wouldn't understand Huh? Crisco? Were they putting... They were putting sunblock. Yeah, they kept putting sunblock on it. Romeo doesn't know shit about sunblock. And he was... Clearly, if he thinks it works like Crisco... Jamal, (laughs) going back to the question, have you ever used sunblock? There was a time that I should have used sunblock on my 25th birthday when I was in Florida. Um, I got sun poisoning. And, um... What? and because uh, I didn't put on sunblock, I didn't. Yeah, I got sun poisoning, and there was sunblock all over the place, and I didn't put none of that shit on. And when I went home, my shoulders, back of my neck, my back was on fire. Yep. Um, I I was literally cooked, and I was <laughs> nauseous. And I went home to take a shower, thinking that I would cool off, and it burned. And for the next, for like. A few days after that, my skin was peeling. Like it was, oh, it was basically, it was a black, it was a black version of being sunburned, and I was, I was diagnosed with sun poisoning, and you know, that's not good. Yeah, and because it was poisoning is the same thing as you and I getting a sunburn. It really is. I yeah, mean, no, it sounds, it sounds not worse to, to little your story because it was probably way worse for you because you weren't used to it. Todd and I burn every freaking year. But we've learned. Like I, I hide in the shadows. If there's, yeah. if the sun's out, I'm finding the shade. 
Yeah, you know, I, I pretty much stay inside when it comes to it being this hot out, you know, the sun. I last weekend. I knew, I knew I should have taken some sunblock, but I didn't know where it was, so I didn't take, I didn't get it, put any on, and it wasn't, it was cold out when we left. We took, we took our little mobile scooters, and we went cruising through town and playing Pokemon. I didn't have any makeup on, so my face burnt, and I had jeans that had like the little tears in the, the knee and because i was sitting on my my mobile scooter my freaking knee burnt oh Just shit oh, on my knee i have mm. never I've, 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 I've gotten um dark but usually when i get um That's like what a suntan sun or whatever you want to call it my skin turns red but I get, I get, I get real. Well, I he get, he gets red because he's more Native American than he is black. Oh, my skin. Yeah. So, and his his tribe looks black. Yeah, my, I get a, I get a deep red. So color. he goes when in the sun, when he starts tanning, he doesn't get black. He gets red. Like he gets this really deep dark red, dark like burgundy. Red. Like yeah, a, like, he gets a burgundy color. Yeah, I get almost, almost burgundy. deeper than my my shirt. Yep. So it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when we go on vacation, yeah. we're gonna go find a a place. We're gonna go do some traveling. I'm think I want. I, I'm thinking about. I'm really thinking about. My next vacation, I want to take a cruise. I don't know where, but I want to take a cruise. And um, Disneyland cruise. No, I don't want to do a Disneyland cruise. I want a grown folks. I want a, a adults only cruise. Oh, I got no kids. I, I, you know, there's some. Ooh, cruises. ooh, ooh! I know a place, the Bunny Ranch in uh, Nevada. Um, no, no, I don't need to go to that place. So I've already been. By the way, I've already been. Me too. Hi, honey. I love you. Wait a minute. I haven't heard your bunny ranch story. Oh, I didn't go in. Damn. <laughs> he was like, I just wanted to see what the outside looked like, you know. I was like, oh, my God, all the windows are all boiled up. What? Where were you at? Hmm? Were you in Reno or? We were, we were driving to Reno. Reno. I was in Pahrump, Pahrump Nevada. And that's where all the... The, they call them chicken ranches. <laughs> Reno's bunny ranches, Grump's chicken ranches. I don't know what they. Actually, uh. there was a, so my grandma Mabel on my dad's side, my grandma Mabel was. Um, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Cut me off. So my my grandma Mabel was actually in the car riding with us. And we were passing one of the, the chicken, chicken ranches, and it was called Mabel's Place. And my grandma Mabel goes, Mabel's? What's that? And we were like, oh, grandma, that's a chicken ranch. And she looks and she goes, I don't see no chickens. <laughs> and we're like, not that kind of chicken ranch, grandma. But <laughs> I went with my, I actually went with my stepmom and my dad's old secretary. And we went to a place in Pahrump that had a, a museum. It was a chicken ranch slash museum. And I was like, oh, I've got to go to the museum. 
you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta go check out the museum. Well, they, the museum was closed for, for remodeling. And so we were sitting there talking to the bartender and we were talking about um, just like, you know, the business and shit. And I said, yeah, the only thing that these, you know, so they were joking with me and they said, yeah, Mary, yeah, these women would probably teach you a thing or two. And I'm like, the only thing these women can teach me is how to charge. So I know what I'm about. And so my stepmom pops off with, well, my husband comes down here all the time. And everybody looks at her and she, and she was like, no, he's a veterinarian and he comes down here and these women, they have their pets because they live here and he comes and takes care of their animals. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not really even slightly funny. Than what came to take care of that pussy cat. That's what he came to take care of. That kitty cat was meowing. was purring. So, I'm on this Bunny Ranch website right now. Just taking the tour um just 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 taking a virtual tour does it have a menu? Like, does it have they, a- they have a sex menu yes as a matter of fact why the fuck am i not sharing this with you guys um yes share that please um again i i i you can tell i don't give a shit about my, my browser now um <laughs> yeah. like, he, he was I don't he use, was searching yeah. for cock rings earlier Oh. I was I was I was doing a report. Um, sure. Oh, what you need to know, I can tell you all about cock rings. Uh, give me one second. How do you oh. improvise and make your own? <laughs> they go okay, they go around your cock. Can you guys hear me? Okay. And your balls. Okay. Um, screen yeah. share. Oh, I can uh, Okay. Um. Share there we sound. go. Bam. Oh yes, thank you for reminding me. Thank you. See, that's why we. Ha- this is why we have you. Um, yeah. Okay, so switch screen. What the, what the fuck, man? There you go. Uh, can you guys see it? Oh, yeah. there we go. Oh, hello. There we go. There we go. So as a matter of fact, let me just scroll all the way up. So this is what it looks like, and it has the phone number. It has the Bunny Ranch. They're on Facebook, Twitter, whatever the fuck that is, and I don't know what that is, and. <laughs> and just to give you an idea, I think I think this is the one. I think this is the one. In, oh, well, I don't know, but but this is what they have here. Like you know, bunny of the month, featured bunny, and living legend in the world of sex. What's her name? Air Force Amy. Um, way to go. Um, uh, I think got, I think I think the two buttons at the top that you didn't know what they were. That one, the red one, was Google Plus, which no longer exists. Okay, sex menu. Let's see what let's see what's what the sex menu looks like. I'm sorry. I feel like a I don't even feel I don't I, why am I apologizing? I don't feel bad about this at all. Um I'm just curious because it's so welcome to the world famous Moonlap Bunny Ranch and Ero Erotopia you know, of Sex. This is probably not what we should be having on a live stream on Twitch. So you might wait, want to wait, wait. Seriously. Wait, Todd, don't ruin it. Seriously, I do not want to have my account suspended. Oh, I got you. Sorry. <laughs> this so is not OnlyFans. Turn it off. All right. He's turning it off right now. To. He's getting it off. Oops. Yeah. It's also on Facebook too, so keep in mind that this, you know, that's probably gonna get these videos flagged. 
and we're not, they're not, people are not gonna be able to watch it. Well, they, I mean, they don't have anything explicit on the on the website. Like, I just looked at it, and it was like nothing explicit at all. Like, okay. there's no I naked just, chicks. I, I just there's wanted no, to stop you know, before it got any deeper like, I, than what I mean, we were. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go if there was like naked women. I wouldn't go that far. But there was there was really none of that. It was just like information, and then like, you know, what the place looked like on the inside. Yeah, I just didn't want to take any chances. I mean, if, if we if we weren't streaming, I wouldn't care because then that's that's not going on Facebook or or Twitch. They have they have uh, rules for streaming. You can't have music that doesn't belong to you. You can't post inappropriate things online. None of that. So is that considered inappropriate if they're in their underwear? If they're not wearing clothes that is like street clothes, then yeah. <laughs> well, what about if they were wearing a bathing? I mean, I I can pull no, up. Well, a, I mean, here, here's the thing. Right now, it's. It's one thing if it's a picture of you at the beach. It's another thing when you're showing a website that is known for, you know, specific things. For prostitution. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to this discussing the menu then. Yeah, we can talk so about it. We just can't show it. Well, I'm going back on it. <laughs> go right Sorry, Rady. Just don't share. You can, you can tell. Describe Sorry, it. Uh, Sorry, uh, streaming audience. They can go um, find their own. They, they can, can go, go to it themselves. We don't need to show it to them. I'm just surprised that they have they have it so that uh, it's now set up with a, a menu and well, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, it's legal in Nevada, so yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's the it, it's the oldest profession, oldest known profession. Yeah. But I mean, but it, it, the thing is, it's legal here. It's legal in some uh, countries overseas. You know, like like the Holland, it's the red light district. You know, you they practically literally ad, um, display themselves on there. But um, yeah, and 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 I mean, I'm on the site right now. I mean, they okay. So oh okay. Um, yeah, it's it's mainly, it's just like I mean, they have like webcams. Um, you know. Um, oh wow, yeah, this is. Good save, Todd. I know. Just as long as it's not on the screen, that's all I care about. I, I mean, if we weren't live streaming, I wouldn't care, period. But, uh, because no one's going oh, wow. to see it. Yeah, this is like the, this is definitely, this is definitely like anything that is anything is anything. <laughs> that's what's on the menu. Like, if you can think of it, it's there. You know, and it's a long menu. Like, it, I mean, it's just like as I'm going through it, I'm like, wow, people request this. Yeah. Like, I, I think I there's this thing with the, I think there's this thing with a robot that's involved. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's a robot that comes in and fucking tickles you with a feather. Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. 200, 200 bucks? Yeah, that, that sounds like it's worth well, That yeah. sounds like that's worth the trip. You know, for like, I think it's like 10, 10 or 11 grand, you can get a robotic sex doll that actually will talk to you. Oh, God. So it talks? Never mind. <laughs> you can program it what to say or shut it off. 
Yeah. But here's my question. Here's my question. If you had unlimited amount of money, if you had an unlimited amount of money, and you could afford ten grand for a sex robot, would you buy one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let me ask you why. Uh, because uh, um, it, it won't. T it's 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 a toy for specific Not purposes. It's, it's, I would buy it's, it's, it's not, it's not gonna, it's, there's not gonna be any arguments. There's not gonna be, it's, uh, it's all your fault. And there's not gonna be any of the other things <laughs> that usually happen in a relationship that ends badly. I would buy two. And I make them fuck each other and see if, which one lasts the longest, if they'll break or not. <laughs> Jamal, would you buy one? I would get one, but only to do my chores. They, right? they don't work that way. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'd be like, uh, if it felt like fucking, I'd be like, uh, do the do the dishes. There's dishes in the sink. It's like having, you know? it's like having a, it's like having an Alexa in your sex doll. That's, that's I would, I, I would buy it just to cheat on it with a human. <laughs> well, that's funny. That's funny. as a matter of fact. As a matter of yeah, fact, I would on. sit it down. I would sit, I would do like a cuckold thing. Like I would sit it down in a corner and watch me fuck a real human and be like, these are things you can't do. And then watch it cry robot tears. Yeah, that's what I would do. So I'd be like, this is, this is worth the 10 grand. If I could make a robot feel, if I could make a robot feel inadequate by fucking a human being, yeah, game over. I'm like, this thing is defective. If you guys have never seen one of those, uh, Whitney Cummings bought one. And she has it on her last uh, Netflix special. Jamal, you just gained six more cool points. Oh my god! And, and you better, Jamal, you better be writing that shit down so you can put it into your act. Yeah, you know, most definitely. Because that's hilarious. This is, how, this is how jokes get made, guys. This is how jokes yes. are born. Yes, this is. Um, this is. The... No, but I would. I would be like, I, I, and when it breaks down, I would be like, dear Tesla. <laughs> Dear Elon Musk or just Joe bought Rogan, your, just bought your Tesla fuck doll and it broke when I fucked a human being and made it watch. That's what I do. Or you know, you just get like a fifty dollar blow up doll and fuck that in front of it. I would just be like, you see that? You see that? That's right. She's satisfying me. You're just nuts and bolts. Um. <laughs> But I love him. <laughs> but then again, I think my biggest fear is if I if I fuck my robot doll with a condom and it breaks, but I get like a cyborg kid, like, you know, later on. You would, get a, you would get a computer virus that would cause your balls to fall off. Be like, you are my daddy. I'd be like, I don't know you. And I would just slam the door in its face. Yeah. Be like, you're just a robot. You don't have feelings. <laughs> oh, man really funny is this is actually kind of kind of what happens on the last episode of Orville. On the last episode of what? Orville. The, oh, the Orville? Yeah. Never watched any of that. It was it's a good show. I mean, it's it's definitely kind of it's in, definitely inspired by Star Trek the Next Generation, but it's its own thing. Um And I've heard that. I've heard that it it's but it's also not uh it, it's not completely 
spoof like Spaceballs? It's not a comedy. No, it's an actual drama. You know. Oh. I didn't know that it was like a drama. I thought it was yeah. more of a comedy. No, it's a straight up it's it's just like Star Trek the Next Generation in that way. There's I mean there's elements of comedy, there's elements of other things, but it's overall it's a space, you know, science fiction drama. You know. Huh. There's there they they talk about topics that you don't normally see on regular television. Hmm. I'm thinly veiled with aliens and shit, but you know there, there's things that happen in, in the episodes that are topical. Like uh, actually, last night's episode that I watched, uh, they they got introduced to a new a new uh, species of alien that the females are the 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 alphas in the in the uh, in their on their world, and men are subservient, and uh, all they're good for is you know the usual things. So, just like how it used to be. Yeah, the other way around. Yeah. Back in the world. Yep, and then uh, because they're trying to like see if they'll want to join uh, their version of the Federation, which is called the Union, uh, they pretend that all the female officers are the senior staff, even though some of them are senior staff, but not all of them are. But uh, oh. the first first officer becomes the captain, and the the. the I think it was the security officer becomes the first officer and the, yeah it was just to, to make these new aliens feel uh comfortable talking to them because otherwise they probably would have just blown them off because they all the higher ups are mostly mostly male but uh, mm -hmm. it's a good show if you haven't watched it i'd recommend it I've actually heard people say it was better than the first couple seasons of Discovery. Which isn't hard to do because the first couple seasons of Discovery weren't great. I don't think I've watched Discovery either. Or, a, no. lot of, a lot of people hated it for uh, the, the fact that uh, Spock apparently has a black sister. But, uh... <sighs> named Michael. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Interesting. Huh. I mean, adopted clearly, but you know. She's not a Vulcan? Not at all. She's all human. Oh, well. Oh. Yeah, that just seems strange. Yeah. And then the Vulcan, and the, 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 uh, the thing I didn't like about the first couple seasons were the uh, Klingons couldn't understand them. Because, well, most of the time they were actually speaking Klingon and they had fucking subtitles. But uh, uh, but because of the way they made them look, they had lots lots of mouth prosthetics. So they talk like this when they talk because they had shit in their mouth, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. No, the Orville's good. Season three is amazing. I might have to actually watch a a couple episodes and see if I like it. Yeah, people people assume because it was uh Seth Ro uh, Seth MacFarlane. That was going to be a comedy, like. And uh, that's you. No, it's not. It's it's a, it's a straight sci-fi show. But like, everything that, as far as like, have you seen the Orville? Yeah, I watched the first season. I think. And good. everything that I ever saw, like any of the commercials, just I don't know why I just saw him like in the captain's chair or something, and I was like, oh, it's a, it's a comedy. It's nope. a spoof. It's, it's not a nope. comedy. No. Nope. That's a good show. I enjoy it. I don't know about no, that. Bob's Burgers. Oh, fuck that. 
fuck Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Marianne, I was, I was, I was like you like two years ago. I, someone introduced me to Bob's Burgers, and I watched one episode. I was like, this is absolutely retarded, and I said yeah. those exact words. And, and yeah. it, it took me another three episodes, like two years later, before I realized how genius the show was. Look, yeah, the one episode was not Jamal, great. Jamal was my roommate. Jamal would watch it. And I would catch it, and I'm like, I'm oh, fucking, I'm yeah. going upstairs if, tonight. If you're, only, if you're only catching like a minute and a half of it, it's it's going to annoy the shit out of you because the voices are obnoxious. The voices are so obnoxious. Thank you. And I have one of my things, like sound, it, like sound will absolutely agitate Open your me. mind. Stop. It's not about that. It's about like, like it agitates me really bad. If something sounds bad, and it's yeah. disharmonious. Like this man here, don't ever be surprised if, if I get arrested for killing him when he was whistling and he so out of fucking tune, I just throat punched him one day. Oops. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's that like if there's something that if it if the tones don't sit right on my yeah. ears, I can't do it. It it makes me really agitated and it upsets me to the point where I just start getting like I get really mean bitchy. Well, for me, the character that really bothered me was the girl with the ears, the bunny yep. ears. Yeah, she, she she sounds like she's always yelling, and I was like, "Will you shut the fuck up?" Install. <laughs> I love her. She's great and everything else, but that character, she sounds like she's yelling all the fucking time, and I want I want to like you say throat punch, because yeah. But well, no, after she, after she, watched a few episodes where she's not in every scene, those episodes are great. <laughs> See, it. I just, I don't know if I could. I have a really hard. I look at it this way. I have very little amounts of time that I can watch TV. Right. I don't have like a, an unlimited amount. So if I'm gonna watch something, I'm gonna watch something that I'm gonna. I know that I'm going to enjoy and not agitate me and irritate me and make right. me right. like on edge. I don't have time for that. And I'm sure it's probably brilliant, but I don't have time to invest in that. I just don't want to. Yes, I get it. Brickleberry, he talked me into watching Brickleberry. I, I, he watched it a few I times. I still haven't watched that. You haven't watched Brickleberry? I've, I've watched Brickleberry, and every time I watch, like, enough episodes, I got to take a shower. I, it's, it's really... I mean, it pushes all kinds of envelopes, and it's just like, I'm not going to lie, it's not terrible, but it's not great. You know, it's just, you sit there, and you just think of other things you could be doing other than watching that show, like reading a book. I'm Or, yeah, I don't know, like, Brickleberry, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm just like, ugh. It was, yeah. it was a little, Brickleberry was a little much. But the thing is, it's like, it, it it was funny for the wrong reasons, and it was just like it was just like I'm like what the fuck am I doing like and then like I feel like Brickleberry is one of those things when somebody when a smart person walks in the room you just want to turn it off like yeah I wasn't watching anything pleasure look um, Brickleberry is my guilty pleasure it's I I feel guilty that I laugh so hard at some of the things oh, bitch you ain't the only one with a bicycle chain that is there's, gotta there's, be there's a shot where the bear is is levitated like maybe two and a half feet off the off the ground and there's a bear standing but i think a bear standing behind him and no, no, that was the, the hillbilly he was inside was it the, the hillbilly 
There, okay, see, there you go. That that's a, and then he yeah, and, and if you weren't paying attention, there's the joke right there. Like he was having sex with the bear, and it was like I was like, oh wow, that just happened. Like that just happened, and um, yeah, that was a uh, brickleberry. Um, wow. But th- yeah, it was there's it's, it's brickleberry like Pacific PD. Um, Oh, yeah, that show's hilarious. It's Paradise. It's Paradise PD. Oh, so I can't watch Paradise, Paradise PD. PD. That that show, I'm just like, what? Like Netflix will just give anybody a show. Um, yeah, I won't. I won't watch the the, the Paradise PD. I took all the episodes just because so I was funny. curious. Really? I watched every last one oh, of them, and God, I think on the third so season, funny. I think on the third season, Lance Reddick. Uh, I don't know if you watched The Wire, Romeo, but uh. He was Lieutenant uh, Daniels in The Wire, and he's in it. And I'm like, and his, I'm like, and his voice is very distinguished. You can tell it's him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Just because of your voice, I am stomach in season three. And he makes references to The Wire in like one of the episodes. Nice. Oh yeah. You know, he was like, I was in The Wire. That was a good show. And then he starts like, oh my god, yeah, it, it, it's good. It's, it's. I mean, not just the third season. I was like, the third season was watchable, but that show just made. Oh man, I was like, damn, I can't believe. It. And again, I just watch it just because I'm curious. But you know, when so, I'm bored and I'm writing jokes or I'm like doing nothing, I, again, those Netflix, those bad Netflix shows are just guilty pleasures. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I did, I do enjoy Brickleberry, but and Todd, I think that you would laugh. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't watch it. I've, I've watched every I, single episode twice. To be honest, I never knew when it was on TV. And there was a time where I didn't have Comedy Central, so I just didn't ever watch it. What channel did we watch it on? It's, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay, I have Hulu. Oh, now it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's on Hulu. So you can watch it on Hulu. And I'm <laughs> telling you. So, has anybody else been watching Ms. Marvel? Uh, well, oh, that's... I, it looks like crap. It does not. Wait a minute. It looks like a child's um, superhero movie. I mean, she is a teenage girl, yes. Oh, Ms. Marvel, no. It looks like crap. It, it looks like a, a, it looks like a superhero movie for 10-year-olds. So, no, Todd, not you, at all. you've seen it? You've seen it? <laughs> I uh, just they watched the final episode of it last night, and it's not oh. for kids. It's a season. It, it, yeah, it's it's it just finished its first season. I mean, it 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 can be for kids, but it's not necessarily marketed for kids. Okay. It's it's for everybody. So we were all the commercials that I've seen or the previews for it. Definitely, we were looking at. It, we were like, mm, that looks like it's something more for kids. I mean, it involves teenagers, so I mean, yeah, there's that, but there's also a lot of other things going on that aren't really about the kids. Uh, so well, it, I wasn't in it like even at teenage level. I was thinking it was more like preteen. Oh, mm-hmm. not at all. No, no. There's, there's, there's like, there's like action hero violence and shit. Uh-huh. There's like people being like killed and and explosions and cars being thrown across the street. You know, it's yeah, it's it. I mean. Yeah, you could probably watch that with your kids if you're watching it with them, but that's not something I would let my grandkids or whatever watch by themselves. 
No, it's a good show. I think you guys. I mean, did you like? Did you like uh, Captain Marvel? Because it, it ties directly into that. Oh yeah. Nope. It was one of the terrible, one of the worst. It ones. was one of the worst. Marvel well, ones. Yeah. Ms. Marvel is a is better than Captain Marvel, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, she she hero worships uh, Captain Marvel the whole way through. She's trying to emulate Captain Marvel when she's when she gets these powers, and she's like, "What would what would Captain Marvel do?" Kind of thing. But uh, uh-huh. but yeah, no, it's it's a good show. I mean, if if you like, I mean, I I didn't actually hate that movie. I just didn't think it was it was not the strongest MCU movie. Yeah, we still haven't watched Obi Wan Kenobi yet. Oh, dude, no. you need to watch Obi Wan. We still watch that. That's so good. Um, what else, God? We got some other stuff we gotta watch. We we gotta finish watching uh, Strange New Worlds. Oh, that's that's that. awesome! Oh my God, that's a good show. Yeah, and then we've been watching that. Yeah, we but we we're behind like three episodes. And we said Ms. Ms. Marvel. I was thinking um, the Mrs. Mar Ms. Uh, Ms. Ma- uh, Maisel. Yeah. No. Yeah. And no, that, was, that season's over with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we haven't finished watching that either. Hmm. So oh, we have. Yeah, so I mean, we've got a bunch of things that we just kind of we started watching, because again, like I said, I don't always have a whole lot of time. Right. Especially now that we go swimming twice a week, at least twice a week, we go to the the water aerobics, you know, and so that Romeo can have his, he can do his, uh, um. Training. Drill sergeant act. And oh. Yeah, they got me doing it. So, but yeah, you guys definitely need to watch Obi Wan because for nothing else to watch it for the the most badass version of Darth Vader there ever was. Sweet. I will watch. Now it. I want to watch just yeah. because I heard that. He I mean, is. I want he is. Romeo, he is truly frightening. There was one scene where I was like, "Oh my god!" If this was... You sold me already. I don't want to hear nothing else. I, I, it, yeah. I'll, I'll say, all, I'll, all I'll say is this: If this was in a theater, I would have probably would have been like, eh, "I don't want to watch this." <laughs> no. Yeah. I so, the only reason I think that we didn't start watching everyone, besides waiting for them to all get aired so that we can binge watch, right? The only other reason why is. Um, Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, really kind of turned us off. Oh, this like, is this is yeah, this is Boba this Fett is was better. so disappointing. It was so disappointing. Yeah. So, yeah, other than the last three episodes, and that, that wasn't about Boba Fett, that was about you know, Jordan, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Book of Boba Fett was horrible. Horrible. Uh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't. I, I wouldn't say it's the worst. No, it wasn't I, the worst. I think that it, I it. think that it was not the worst, but in or if I thought that the the entire baseline of who he was supposed to be was a sham. Yeah, you supposed to be the crime lord, and your ass trying to come in there and be Mister Nice Guy. Yeah, what kind of shit is that? You're an assassin you were, that doesn't want to yeah, kill nobody. Yeah, you are an assassin. And yeah. you won't kill anybody? You came in there and didn't want to yeah. kill nobody. And they yeah. was trying to kill you. And you weren't trying to kill them. And that's the part where we were kind of like, you know, nobody saw him put on a frock. 
and a collar, okay? Nobody saw him go, oh, I decided that I'm going to be, you know. Right. A Nobody. monk, and I, you know. No, that's yeah. not what he was supposed to be, right? And he was supposed and he, he was, supposed was to be a with the assassin. And so yeah. it was unrealistic. It was very unreal. You know, it was hard to suspend disbelief. Okay, I can't say unrealistic. I have to say. Oh, I was say this is science right. fiction we're talking right. about here. His character, <laughs> his character at the time was supposed to be an assassin, it's, a badass assassin. Right. Well, it's and hard. for him to not want to kill nobody on any fucking terms when they was trying to assassinate him, when they were fucking trying to do everything, and he, him, not yeah. wanting to fucking do anything. I, I mean. He, he was trying to take over as a crime lord. He was taken over as a crime lord. He should have went in there and said, you know, and just made an example out of the people who was trying to kill him or something. But he did Okay, not. they're talking about fictional characters. Fictional characters. Am I, am I getting through to you at all? And this is the one who, who got on. Okay. I see the irony of this. I see the irony of this, Todd. Do you? Oh, I totally do, but you know, I still like to, you know, to point out that you guys do the same thing to me. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> so, what are you bitch watching, Jamal? Uh, ba 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 ba. Actually, um, I, I was just like listening to you guys talk about the, uh, the the, the Star Wars, all, all all that stuff. I am actually. Drum roll on season two, episode two of The Mandalorian. Are you really? I have spoken. What? What? Oh. What? <laughs> and I have spoken. Um, I actually I started watching it uh, yesterday. Um, I w- I blew through four episodes, and then um, I did the other four. This afternoon when I came home from work, um, and uh, no, actually five because I'm on, yeah, so five. Um, so <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it actually it's not bad. Um, I actually enjoyed the first episode. I think my favorite episode in that season was the prisoner episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. that was that was a pretty badass episode. A um, lot of good actors in that episode. Bill Burr is in that episode. Yeah. Um, what I liked about Bill Burr is, I mean, he's a smartass, but, you know, but with comics, they always try to, like, be more funnier than, than the moment, and yeah. he didn't do that at all. Actually, I thought he acted great. Yeah, he um, was good in that episode. Um, I mean, he, he, Bill Burr's a really good actor anyway. Like, he's a pretty decent actor. But in this episode... Um, Bill Burr did not take away anything from this episode that was just like, oh, okay. Um, there was one of the guys in the episode, uh, Mark Boone Jr., who has been on, like, I think Sons of Anarchy. He's in that episode. So it was a pretty good episode. Uh, lot, lots of action. Great story. Um, uh, and the first, uh, and so I always, you know, I always judge shows by the first, uh, by the pilot, second episode. And then, you know, by the third episode, I'm just like, I, I'm done. But, you know, Nick Nolte was in it. It's a really, I mean, it's really good so far. Um, I'll probably, while I'm packing, I'll probably watch a couple more episodes. 
Um, but yes, I am officially watching The Mandalorian. You guys could stop burning your candles now. You could quit fasting. Um, I have spoken. <laughs> so how far to season two have you gotten? I'm on episode two of season two Oh, it's two only going to get better from here on out. It, you know, yeah, um, season two is the better season so far. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the Marshall was the first episode, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but no, I mean, I like the, I mean, the actor that's portraying the Mandalorian, I mean, he's been on uh, Narcos and he's a really good actor. Yeah, you is. know, he's okay. a really good actor. Yeah, so, um, I mean, the fact that you, you really hear his voice and, you know, body movements and whatnot, but I mean, it, it's good. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to season two, unfortunately, Disney plus only have, wait, there's only two seasons, right? So far. Yeah. Season three comes out early next year. Okay. Oh, well then I'm sort of catching up then. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're going to be like, where's season three when you get to the end of season two? I mean, yeah. Yeah, because it's it like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only eight episodes, so I figured I, I, I wanted to get through at least season one. Yeah. And I was able to do that like in no time. Like I was like, even on the way home, I was like planning, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go home. I'm going to work on these flyers. I'm going well, to take a shower, work on these flyers. And then I got like four hours until we record. So, and the episodes are like less than an hour long anyway. So, I mean, time-wise, it worked out. Like before I even got on, the reason why I was on there late is because I was, I had to rewind part of season two, episode one, because I missed something in there that I was trying to, but um, it's it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. All right, how how would you rate it from a uh, from a scale of one to five? I would give it. I actually I give it three and a half. Okay. I would give it a three and a half. I think it's really. I think that you know it is for me. It was part of the Star Wars franchise, but it was a standalone. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things yeah. that I really liked about it, like with with. Um, Book of Boba Fett, you still kind of had to know. You you could still without watch it, but you kind of had to know a little bit about Star Wars, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to be able to get. They, the, they do kind of recap that part I, of Star Wars movies for the show. I kind of I I kind of wish that Carano chick would not have been like. She went through a lot of you know issues with the media and whatnot. I was like, she's too good. She was really good in it, and I was just like, damn, you're so good in this show, but you spotted off this nonsense. Yeah. And right, I was yeah. just like, she was so good in the show. And yeah. I was I was just like kind of shaking my head like it's, you know, it, talented. It's unfortunate because you know, she was a good – that was a good character too. That was a really good character. She uh, – yeah, I mean, she actually, in that show, she's one of my favorite characters outside yeah. of – you know that and that um was it our the 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 nurse the nanny bot who um, was a killer I, in turn IG eleven IG oh yeah IG was the name yeah. yeah I thought um I thought his sacrifice was amazing uh yeah I mean and of course you know you got the baby Yoda bot. that's awesome you know baby Yoda I so. know a little and it is not baby Yoda. Well, he's 50 years old, so but they call him a kid, though. I mean, he is a kid. 
He's he is a, a kid because in, in Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was 900. Right. So 50 years old is the, you know, like, yeah. you know, like dog years will, with, with Yoda, with that, with that species, it's the exact opposite. They go incredibly, incredibly long lives. So they age very yeah. slow. So 50 years old, he won't even be a teenager until he's what, about 300? Something like <laughs> that. Yeah. I mean, at this point, they don't even have that species doesn't even have a name. Yeah. No, they they didn't really give it a name yet. They just they gave it like a, like they called it something. Um, no, they didn't. They they've never they never referred to it as a specific thing. I mean. No, no, but what I'm no like they they did call they called it something, not like what it is or because you we're sit like you're sitting there trying to figure out well what's the species what's this but they called I know uh, one of the episodes that I watched they made it like um. There was like, what is it? And they said something, and I don't think it was like the correct term. I think it was a slang for something else. Gotcha. But because um, I know they called him a pet, and I was like, well, that's not the term. Yeah. But it was one of those words where I'm just like, nope, that doesn't sound right. Um, a, a, a yardling or something like that. I I, I can't Youngling? remember the term. Youngling. Yeah. Because that's what they call kids in uh, uh, the young young Jedi. The, the kids are for training to be Jedi. They're younglings. But uh, I'm hoping. I mean, I I I I will say this: Dave Filoni and and John Favreau have done amazing things with Star Wars. I I hope they are the ones who are in charge of anything going forward, because yeah, um, really, I mean, is is okay. Season one may not have been a hundred percent like the most amazing thing ever, but it was leaps and bounds better than the 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 trilogy, the trilogy sequel. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, yeah, by far, and by far. And it, it, this, the, the storytelling is great. The, the special effects are, holy shit, dude. Do you realize that all the background, in all those scenes, is digital? That there's a giant fucking video screen, when they're walking across the stage, it moves with them, so the, the background changes as they walk, walk across the screen. Wow. Should check out. You should check out the behind-the-scenes shit for for the Mandalorian because it's like, oh my god, <laughs> just the amount of stuff they're doing. Uh, to, well, for one, just to, to to save on time and and not having to go to locations, they can bring the locations to the soundstage with this giant screen. It's like it's like a half moon, like digital screen, and it's like I think it's like twelve feet tall or fifteen feet tall, and it's it's well. It's 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 like a it's like an IMAX screen but bigger. Um. But yeah. Uh, then uh. But yeah, uh, we got as far as like the there's an there's another Star Wars series coming out I think early next year called Andor. It's which is kind of a, a standalone side story from the main universe, which is Luke and Leia and Han and all those guys. And it's going to be kind of like behind the scenes of, you know, I think Andor is one of the planets that got blown up in the one, the, one of the original movies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then uh, what else? Oh, have you guys seen the Beavis and Butthead movie on HBO Max? No. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. That's it's a time travel comedy. It's it's funny. 
Um, but they're, they're, at the end of this month, there's going to be a brand new series that's going to be on HBO Max. And I guess it, it's because of the movie, they're no longer going to be in the early 90s. They're going to be in 2022. So they'll be consuming whatever. It's not going to be MTV music videos, I can tell you that. Yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I love the original series. Even like the revival was pretty good. The revival, they watched, like, reality shows, like fucking, uh, was it, uh, 18 and, or 16 and Pregnant, and, uh, uh, the Jersey Shore. So they were watching those and just giggling because they were, those shows were dumb. But, uh, yeah. <coughs> I guess this time around it's gonna be, like, TikTok videos or whatever. You watch wow. short clips, giggling at stupid shit. So, guess what? I have an appointment tomorrow morning. For? To purchase my my uh our, our marriage license. Ooh. Shit's getting real. Shit's getting real. Labor Day. Labor Day. Nice. September. You gotta have the Imperial March for your for your wedding march. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> September fifth. It's official. We're saying the vows. I kind of was freaking out. Kind of. I was totally fucking freaking out. But I was getting married for reals. Like, for reals, like, like, so we did the, you know, most people know that we did the ceremony last year. Right. And that was for my dad who can't travel because he's 80. And, um, now we're doing it for real. And I swore I would never get married again. Like, I swore I would never, ever get married again. Like, I... I'm not doing that shit. And then when I got with Romeo, I was like, well, I love him enough to marry him to protect him. Right? Because it is a protection. At our age, we don't get married for babies and shit like that. We get married to protect each other and insurance purposes. Right? And, and like, seriously, like, you know, if anything happens to me, nobody can find... Well, you know, I put his name... I told you guys about the Lexus, right? About when we bought the Lexus and how I put right. his name on it. And, and the reality, you know, it's, it's funny, but I didn't want him to get pulled over, black man driving a Lexus, and his name not be on there. You know, and him saying, well, it's my car. And they'd be like, really? Really? Because uh, her last name is not the same. The, the owner's last name is not the same as yours. This is not your car. You know? Right. And this way, though, when we get married, like, this will protect him in the house and everything like that will protect me, God forbid, if something happens to me, you know, considering that I just lost my sister at such a young age. This is something that when we start getting older, we have to start thinking about this. Like, yeah. And it's not even just getting older, because shit can happen when people are young. But we just, we never know today how many tomorrows we have. And, right. and right. Just, if you were with somebody that you have that, you know, protect yourself, protect your partner, and make sure that you're, you're taking care of each other. But, like, I started... You know, I've been saying for a year, oh, I married my husband and shit like that. But now it's it's like for reals, for reals. Like no, like the like the government's getting involved. <laughs> it's not yeah. just uh, 
It wasn't us just doing a ceremony in front of family and friends. Like, this is for real. Like, the, the government's getting involved now. we got to be yeah. paying taxes on this. And so I was kind of, I was sort of, like, really freaking out about the idea. And until I remembered that I'm marrying my best friend. And he'll see, he'll hold my hand through it. He'll, he'll take care of me. So I, I, I don't have to be so scared anymore. Because I'm not, I'm not scared of marrying him. I'm just scared of getting married. You know, I'm like, I was so, I was so, uh, uh, as, as Cousin Todd's sister Heidi would say, I'm love of avoidance. That's my, you know, that's my uh, dysfunction. Like there's some people who jump, have to love to be in love and jump into relationships. I'm love avoidance. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I've been missing. So, yeah, I, 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 because I, I've watched every marriage from the time I was little till till recently. I'm, up until recent years, um, marriages didn't last very long. So I was like, "That's a waste of time and money." Yeah. You know, because I mean, it's definitely a waste. I mean, I, I definitely thought of it as a waste of time and money as a guy because you know you you have to give up half of your shit when you when 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 you get divorced. Hold on. Sweetheart, only if you have something to give up. And it a doesn't lot of our, matter. Hold on, and a it lot does, of our it, cases, it doesn't matter. Okay. You lose half your shit. Doesn't matter if I have five or fifty. They're still taking half. What I'm saying is that the women are losing their shit. Half of their shit too. It's not just. It used to be back in our parents' age, women didn't work, so men complained about how they lost half their shit okay. while they were fucking their mistresses. I've I've yet so, to. I've yet to meet a meet a woman who lost half her shit because of divorce. Really? Yeah. Really? I did. Did I? That's news to me. I didn't. Know. I lost more than half of my shit. Yeah, I did. So it's a community property state as far as like when you get divorced, it's fifty fifty. And let me tell you something. When it comes to something like marriage, I have a fuck ton more to lose. Of Fuck ton more to lose. Yeah, uh, you definitely you definitely have more monetarily to lose than I do for sure. That's not even but the question. I'm not here. talking about you. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm saying about a lot of people. I have a lot more to lose. But that's just it, though. Is is that you know, it's women do too lose half their shit because they make you they make you uh, if if you're getting divorced, then you have to divide the property. Right, and so it's anything that you guys acquired in your relationship. So there's a lot of things that it's not just you know, and just because women aren't screaming about it, Todd, trust me, women do lose their stuff. Women do lose a lot of things, and and there's a, there's a not an equal side to it because a lot of times, let's face it, these guys are out there and they find younger, faster, better models, and the women who raise their kids and get, and and destroy their bodies getting pregnant and carrying those babies and getting the stretch marks and the saggy ass and the saggy tits and they're in their 40s and have the flappy arms and they were sitting there trying to raise kids and wait they gave up their jobs too to raise the kids because somebody had to stay home and the men meanwhile are bettering themselves and they're continuing and getting more money and they're advancing I'm, I'm not talking about everybody else I'm talking about me I'm just talking about me. 
I never, I didn't want to get married because I saw what happened to people in my life who got divorced, and I didn't right. want that. I right. didn't and see a point in it. It seemed like it was just nothing but aggravation and stress and endless amounts of drama. So, just, no, I never wanted it. I didn't want kids either for this, a lot of the same reasons. The thing is, though, and, and Laura was the same way. My sister was the same way. The exact same way. And we have some very dysfunctional, uh, very dysfunctional oh, family. Yeah, definitely. But the reality is, is that none of us were ever actually shown a very good yeah. example of, of what a good marriage looks like. But now that I'm in my 50s, I've seen people that, like, uh, Jamal, you know Vince and, and Rhonda Miller? Yeah. That were, okay. Great example of what a great marriage looks like, you know? Yeah. Um, one of the my old bosses, the guy who's the biggest dick there is, and a horrible, horrible boss. But I love his marriage. Him and his wife have been married... And that it's his second wife, and they've been married now for probably I want to say at least twenty years, and they still act like teenagers. You know, he still grabs her ass, and she still sits on his lap at company parties and hugs on, and and will just like, and, and it's to her, it's you can tell that it's not, it's not something that's made up or put on for show. She will just casually walk over and sit on his lap and, and put his arm, around, and he'll just put his arm around her. And continue talking like it's it's a natural thing that they do, right? And that's something that when I saw that, that was something that I wanted. Like if I was to ever get into a relationship again, that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody that it didn't matter if we were together for five months or 50 years. We would still have that same level of affection, physical affection, of hugging and kissing and not you know, not get that bored with each other. And I have, I mean, it's, I've had that marriage that it, it was, and I'm not saying that, that my ex-husband was a bad person because he wasn't. Obviously, we're still friends, but he wasn't right for me. And that's something that a lot of people, especially when you're young, you're willing, you're so in love with being in love that you don't look at that relationship as, is this person what I want? And as crazy as it sounds, <clears throat> and Robbie all testified to this, I actually did make a list. I made out a list of all the things. I was like, okay, if I ever am in a relationship again, this is a list of things that I want, the characteristics and, and the things that I want this person that, you know, because if, if you think about it and you focus on it, that's what you're going to manifest. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, that manifesting shit doesn't work for me. Well, I, I, and I wrote it all down. I, and I, 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 made like, a, I made a list as well. And you know the thing is though is is that for me it was it was something that I met him when I was ready to meet him because I don't think yeah. twenty years ago twenty years ago we would have been right for each other. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been married before, and um, it's I've been married for six years, and you know my ex-wife. I mean, to be honest with you, I thought I was worried about being married. I was like, oh, you know, but during the marriage, it was actually not bad. You know, I've, I've, we've dated for about eight months 
before we decided, I think maybe even longer than that, um, we were friends and then we were friends first, then we dated for eight months and then we ended up getting married and um, I mean, we would go out, we'd go to movies, we'd, you know, cook and do, you know, it was, and it was, and, and I learned a lot about, the one thing that I could say that I learned about marriage is I learned how to put somebody's needs in front of mine. And uh, I've, I've learned how to, you know, it, it helped me be more of a man and learn how to, uh, you know, take you know, help take care of, and it was a, it was a team effort. You know, if I slacked, um, if I, you know, she would pick up the, the slack if I was, you know, not on my A game and vice versa. And I knew that I could tell her anything and she would listen and she could tell me anything and I would listen. And if she needed me to help her solve a problem or get some kind of advice, she would always like, I need your advice on something because she knew how crazy I was and I've probably been there before, um, even though she was older than me, uh, older than me. But um, it, 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 one thing, uh, the thing about this marriage is I always say to myself, the next time I get married, it's, you better be in it for the long haul. And that's why I'm kind of, me personally, you know, I'm not jumping into a marriage. Like, I don't, I, I'll, you know, I could wait for Mrs. Wright, you know. So, I, I and, and, and I, and I I like you guys talk about a list. I have a mental list that, you know, I, ch I, I check these boxes. You know, I, I see the things that I look at, like when I'm with somebody or talking to somebody is how is she in crisis? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of like the one of the main things. Like, if, if, if things don't go her way, how is she? You know, and again, everybody has their own way of handling things. But I mean, is she going to talk to me about it? Is she going to fly off the rails? Um, how is she going to be with kids? You know, that's the, another thing that I worry about. I don't want to have babies with somebody who is not going to uh, either help or is going to think that this is overwhelming or that's going to not. No, I need someone who's going to love my children, our children. You know what I mean? So marriage is a, it, it, it definitely it's it's not it's it's just like dating. It's it's hard because. It's, it's like dating, except for it's more of a, it's like, hey, we're sharing stuff now. We live in the same house now. Yeah. We're sharing shit. We're yeah. sharing bank accounts. That's we're sharing all the same as passwords. <laughs> we're sharing you know, passwords. You know, it's, 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 it's more than that, too, though. It's just you're sharing absolutely, you're, you're putting your trust in this person. You're putting your ultimate trust that I'm giving you all the power in the world to hurt me. I trust you that you will cherish this gift I'm giving you and treat it with due respect and know that you could crush me, but you're not going to, you're going to do everything in your power to, to protect my trust. Yeah. And you know, I've been with Romeo now for three years. Okay. It'll be three years in November. I think that that's long enough for us I can honestly say that in previous relationships, I lost myself. I lost who I was because I tried to change to, to harmonize with the person I was with. And in the long run, I ended up losing myself and I lost 
that person's either their respect or not just their respect because I was I, at times when I was younger I was a doormat, but also I lost their you know like the things that they the things that they fell in love with me for are the things that they try to change in me. Yeah, and I try to change to to make them happy. Right. And I'm not, the reason yeah, I'm not changing I'm, myself for nobody. But you know what, I though? It's <laughs> change it's, myself for I anybody. Make, I make compromises. I have to make compromises the same way that Romeo makes compromises because I'm not always the easiest person to live with. And yeah. all I can say is, is that even him at his worst, I'll take it. I've seen him pretty bad, and I will take it. And I'm okay with that because I look forward to spending every day with him because we have so we don't we have this rare chemistry with each other that people when they see us together like we have people talk about every time we go out somewhere together oh my god you made my day you guys are so much fun and that's just us being us you know and sometimes we we turn it up a little bit you know because you know we're attention whores but you we think? are you know, we. We play off of each other so well that it, it's just, you know, but that's how things are. I mean, and our love languages work amazingly. They're very harmonious together. Like yeah. the love language, my love language, if you want to, to get my attention, you do things for me. Servitude. You And he does. He makes me breakfast every morning. He puts my lunch together. He makes me coffee before I go to work. He does the laundry. He cleans the house. He cooks. He does the yard work. I mean, he does, you know, and keep in mind, I mean, yes, he's 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 retired. He's medically retired. But he does all, all that stuff for me to keep me happy. And me, my love, his love language is I buy him stuff. Like, I'll, and, I, and I'll take him to Fred, you know, I'll take him like Walmart or I'll take him to a jewelry department and say, all right, baby, go buy something pretty for mama. You know, <laughs> go make yourself look pretty for mama. Go buy it, you know. And so he's like, hell yeah, cheap at twice the price. You know, he's like, buy it, go on, girl, buy my love. You know, and so our love languages work very well together, you know. And and so it, it works for us. That's, you know, yeah. besides our, our personalities mesh so well, yeah. is that it, well, it's, it good, it's good that you found each other. Some people aren't as lucky. Yeah, yeah and the thing is, though, it's just, but I think truly in order for people to find, if you really want to find your partner, if you want to find that person that you want to be with, you first have to look within at yourself and find out how you are as a person. Find those things about yourself that you love and find those things. It's easy to find the things you don't like about yourself. Everybody does that. It's a lot harder to find those things about yourself that you love and that you yeah, really I don't appreciate. Know to, I, I honestly don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I really don't. And that's, and, that's one of, and that's part of the problem. Because if you don't know about yourself what there is to love, how do you think anybody else is going to know how to love you? Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah. And, and so that's one of those things where you have to be willing – to have a brutally honest conversation with yourself 
And when I say brutally honest, I don't mean tearing yourself apart. That's easy to do. The hard thing to do is, especially if you list, if you have those negative voices that already reside in your head, the hardest thing it, there is to do is to find those things about yourself, not what other people tell you that is good about you, but those things within yourself that you say, you know what? I do like that about myself. You know what? I like when I do. And, and you have to be able to acknowledge those things because if you can't even acknowledge that within yourself about yourself, how the fuck do you think you're going to feel if somebody else tries to tell you those things? Yeah, I'm aware of all of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a stand-up comic. I have no issue with that. Right, but that's just it. That, but no, because most times stand-up comics are the hardest on themselves. And exactly. they They loathe exactly. themselves. But how do you, you know, being able to love yourself and to find those things about yourself, not just, you know, the superficial things, but the things that deep down that make you you, that's the hard thing. You have to be able to find those. those uh, it's easy to find the dark spots. Everybody does that. Everybody can tell you their own worst sides because we've heard it from all the negative voices in our head and we've heard it from the people around us. But not enough people get told, you know what, this is, you know what this part about you? This is one of those things that I really like about you as a person. That's what makes you really unique. And and I don't know if you give yourself enough credit for that. Yeah, I, you know, I can't say that I've ever heard anybody say that. Not that I can remember, anyway. Off the top of my head right now, where I'm sitting here in the 80-degree weather, I my brain does not have any yeah. recall of any and of I've stuff. Tried to, and I, I know that I've told you things about you that I really appreciate that are unique about you and that is something. But you have to hear something. Look, it's the same thing like when you're raising kids or something. You have to, for every negative you tell somebody, you have to tell them five positives, okay, to equate to that, that one negative. So it's so easy. We get bombarded by negative shit all the time. Not only do we get bombarded by negative shit, we hear stupid shit our whole fucking life. Like when it comes to your careers, well, find the, you, what you need to work on is find your weakest point and work on that. No, fuck that. No, what you need to do is find that niche that you do really, really well and accelerate at that and, and water that seed. Plant it, water it, nurture it, and let that part grow. Sorry, that's my little... my little. Yeah, no, I get it. And, I, and I've, I've heard that a lot, those types of things, and it, it just... I've not been able to translate it into my own, you know? You know what, what I had to do at first? The first, and this is the hardest words that I ever said in my life. The hardest words I ever said. And this, it was so, oh my God, painfully awkward. And it made me embarrassed. And I felt like just, ugh, when I was doing it at first. I, I literally looked to myself, looked myself in the eyes in the mirror, and I was like, self? I say, yes, my, 
And I say, I love you. And then I say, I love you too, self. I love myself. It sounds, it, and trust me, to say those words out loud was so, <laughs> I felt like creepy. I think I tried that once in my, my knee-jerk reactions, what do you want? And you know what? What do you want? How much is yep. it? Why do you need it? And because that's what you've heard from from parents or, or parental figures or other yeah, people, right? Pretty much. So, what do you so when you, know, you, it takes practice. And Todd, I had to do that for months, every single day, for months. Before it didn't like after a couple of weeks, it was it the words came out easier. And you have to say it out loud. You cannot just say it in your head. You have to say the words out loud. Give those words power. Speak them out. Vocalize your thoughts, yeah. And you have to, yes, vocalize it to give it power. And after a while, I I would go into the bathroom and I would look at myself in the mirror as I was washing my hands or something. And I was like, I love myself. I love you, my. I love you too, self. You know, and and when I kind of did yourself, it, in, Mike. No, my myself, my. Oh. I love you, my. I, 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 I was love saying, you, I love you, Mike. I'm like, what? No, I love you, my. <laughs> I love you too, self. I love myself. Uh. And once I got that down, and to the point where I actually believed it, where I said I actually do love myself, that yeah. I could. The words rang true. The words that I was saying resonated within my heart. Make it till right? you make it. And then when I, once I started feeling that, like I actually realized that I do love myself and I'm worthy and I deserve that. Yeah. I deserve love. I deserve to be able to love and appreciate myself and to have respect for myself. doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I love myself and I have respect for myself and I deserve that. And once... I started that chipping at that negative voice and breaking down that wall. Then it was a lot easier for me to look at those things about myself that I absolutely do love that I, you know, that I'm a strong person and trust me, the things that I love about myself are not necessarily something that other people would love about me, but that doesn't matter. Because it's me. I have to listen to that voice yeah. where I can tell myself that I love myself. And once I learned what those things were about me that I loved, I started looking for more things about myself that I appreciated about myself. And those are the things that I started to, you know, they naturally started coming out more. And I started nurturing myself more. And those were the things that just really helped start. They started manifesting. I didn't have to try and manifest them. They just naturally, as I was looking at them, I would see more things about myself so that I saw more things about myself that I love than things that I didn't like about myself. Yeah. I think if I had spent time trying to manifest shit, it would probably take me 30, 40 years to finally it doesn't get it. Matter. But it by, doesn't the time, matter. by the time I actually do like myself and I want to find someone, I'm going to be like one foot in the grave. But, you know, Todd, I got news for you. We're all one foot in the grave. 
None of us gets out of this alive. I understand right? that, but I'm, when I say one foot in the grave, I mean I'm like I'm near I death. I'm not like I'm not talking but, about like. <laughs> but you're because here's what I'm hearing though, Todd. I'm scared to try that because I'm afraid it won't work. I know it's not gonna work. <laughs> I know it's not gonna work. That's that's why I'm okay with being single. I mean, it sucks, but I'm you know it's better better to be single than to be disappointed with someone you get stuck with. Hold on. Hold or be on. the disappointment that they're stuck with. Hold on, Todd. I wasn't even talking about you being in a relationship. I was talking about you learning how to to see to see the good in yourself that I see in you. To be able to start acknowledging some of those good things about you that myself and people who know you and love you actually see in you. Because it's there. And you, it, but the negative voices are so much easier to listen to. Easier to listen to? No, they're just the loudest. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say it's easier to listen to them. I just say that they're louder. Well, I think that a lot of times those voices are ingrained and they are practiced and that's something that, no, like I said, it's, they're just, they're it's, easier to believe, it's easier to believe negative things than it is positive things. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why. I, I don't know if that's a cultural thing or societal thing because I think I, I don't would think imagine it's probably cultural. I don't know that we're any different than any other. I mean, Jamal, Jamal grew up in New York. He grew up in a different family. And Jamal, you're like, do you think that? Well, you're a comedian, so I'm saying that based on being comics, I've seen from all different walks of life. Most people, it's so much. It's just the way human nature is. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. I just think that that's kind of the way human nature is, is that it's easier to believe negative things. You know, it's it's e easier to, you get upset about somebody insulting you, but it's easier to believe that somebody's insulting you than it is, you know, most people don't know how, to, we don't even teach our children how to take a compliment. Well, that's why, that that's because kids nowadays are on their phones, they're on their computers. I mean, I stood next to a lady today and she was staring at her phone the whole time we were waiting for the bus. Me, I, like when I was living in Seattle, after I came home from work, I'd put my phone down and I would walk my dog, leaving my phone in the house. You know, uh, I don't know, I mean, it's, I figured, for the 15-minute walk that we were taking, nothing right, nothing at the time was more important than me yeah. spending time with my dog. Um, and then I would come inside and I would just leave my phone off, take a shower, kind of unwind, and then turn it on a little later when I felt like it. But uh, I mean, I'll be on the train and I, I write jokes on my phone, you know, like I use my phone for things like that. But yeah. I just can't stand. I don't. I don't walk down the street and stare at my phone. Like, that's just, that's a quick way. I mean, some people do it. Well, not even some, a lot of people do it. And, you know, I'm like, that's just a quick way of not, I like to know what's going on in my surroundings. Yeah. I, I, I like knowing what's going on in my surroundings. So if I'm looking, staring at my phone 
in a neighborhood and somebody like jumps me from behind and snatches my phone or snatches, you know, my wallet, catches me off guard, you know, that's just me not paying attention. Yeah. You know, so well, I actually but, once, I actually once said that I think if this if the zombie apocalypse were to happen, the first ones to go would be all those Pokemon Go people. Uh-huh. I'm them Pokemon Go people. Because they're always walking down the road, staring at their phones. They're not paying attention to shit. Yeah. But then it's everybody who's also on social media looking at their phone. You yep. know, it's it's just, you know, and then, God forbid, they bump into you. Why don't you watch where you're going? Why don't you watch where I'm going? I'm like, uh, I don't have to. I'm not the one looking down on my phone and not looking up. Here, I've seen people driving while looking at their phone, driving while social yeah. media. It's just like, and so to go back to, to, to kind of circle around to your point, you know, I, I, I see kids, teenagers, they'll be walking side by side. You'd swear they were texting each other. <laughs> you know, they're looking yeah. down at their phones. They're, so, I've seen that happen the, in the, the same fucking room. They'd be the, sitting on the same couch, staring the, the at their phones, talking to each other. The compliment that they're used phones. to the, the compliments that they're used to are stupid emojis, like smiley face. You know, it's that's not even like, you know. I don't use so, emojis I don't know. that way. It's, it's, it's just, you know, and, and some parents give their kids their phones so they could deal with that so they don't have to worry about, you know, they're like, hey, I'll let this raise you for like the next two hours while I go do some adult shit. I don't know. I don't um, Well, you know. we're 30 minutes over. <laughs> yeah, we did kind of go off on a tangent. A little bit. Uh, that's, how, that's how it happens. So. Plus, I gotta, I gotta start packing anyway. Yeah, I need to go get some dinner, and I was gonna try and go ahead and open mic tonight, but I didn't get here back from them, so that's why I gotta go let him know that that's why we didn't go to the open mic. But I didn't know that we were supposed to sign up for it two days ago. My bad. Oh, one of one of those type of mics, huh? They're all like that. So, yeah. But alrighty, guys. I will see you. I'll 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 I gotta sign this off. I gotta sign this off. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening uh, to the Sound About You podcast. We hope you enjoyed this segment. Uh, As Marianne always say. Please make good choices. And as I always say, please remember it's not about you. Seattle, I will see you manana. Bye-bye, guys. Remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend. Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at NotAboutYouPod.